Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and our plans to impeach this podcast. <laughs> my, name is, my name is Michael Basinger. With me are Brad Polly. Hey, hey there. Matt Polly. Oh, sorry, I got a head jump to the gun. <laughs> and together we are the I'm, Inglorious uh, I'm pretty Pastors. sure that's going to make it through the Senate. Uh, just FYI. The, impe- <laughs> the impeachment yeah, of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. That, that's going to get through the uh, Maybe Senate. four more years. Who knows? <laughs> four more years. Four more years. Gosh. Uh, yeah. All right. Here we go. Jumping right in. Yep. Hear that train of coming. Coming hey, around hey, the bend. What are you drinking? <laughs> hey, hey, I've been thinking that if we're going to get through this, we're going to need some fluid. So, hey, hey, what are you drinking now? I got trace beers. Yeah, Michael's uh, three-fisting it tonight. Uh, loading it up. <laughs> okay, what are, we, what are we drinking? Brad, what are you He's drinking? Fire. Uh, I've got Bellmead bourbon, uh, which is good. From Bellmead uh, Brewery? Nope. Uh, I've had it a number of times. Um, and then uh, the from Left Hand Brewing Company, which makes some really good beers. I don't oh, know yeah. that I've ever had one from Left Hand I haven't liked. I don't think so right. either. Um, are you guys both right-handed? No, I'm, I'm ambidextrous. Uh, I'm actually. left-handed. Yep. Oh wow, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> so it's a White Russian nitro. Uh, so it's stout with coffee and vanilla, but it's a white stout, which it's very good. Those weird me out. They're weird. I don't yeah. know how in the world they make it happen. Uh-huh. But Are there any uh, black Russians? Really? <laughs> Do we know? That's a uh, what was that? <laughs> Naked Gun. That was a naked gun joke. Was oh, it? was it? Which naked gun? <laughs> he says, I, I don't, don't remember to... which one it was, but they're in a bar, and he's like, give me the strongest thing you got. Somebody says, so this, oh. like, muscly guy comes up. He's like, never mind, make it a black Russian. <laughs> like, it's just, that's the joke. It's so <laughs> Those movies were so funny. They really are. O.J. Simpson, uh, pre-murder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Pre-homicide. Was, yeah, uh, we know. Uh, uh, O.J. Simpson yeah. was pretty funny. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was pre Ford Brown. He is, is kind of funny now. R.I.P. Nordberg. Have you seen him on Twitter and stuff? <laughs> Heroin free. I mean, he definitely uh, killed Nordberg, some people. A, no, I haven't seen him. Nordberg, that's a pretty tall order. You're going to have to give me a couple days on that. <laughs> O.J. Simpson, funny on Twitter. That's the thing. Yeah, no, that's great. No, I don't think so. No. I, let's just not let's just not talk yeah. about OJ. Uh, Michael and I are also hey. having from uh, Brick killed a guy. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> two guys from Cardinal Spirits. It's an Oktoberfest whiskey. Dun, 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 and dun. It's a limited thing they did. They used barrels from Upland that was used to age an oyster stout. Yeah, but it's distilled from their uh, Oktoberfest beer. Yeah. So it's, I don't know how that works. So it's really weird. Did you say oyster? Yeah. That might have taken me out of it. I, I like it. it. I haven't. Let me try it's it. It's fine. I mean, it's not. It's nothing that's going to blow your mind, but it's... It's not bad. It's got a little bit you of a scot, like no, the briny. I've got, I've got, dude, I've got so much alcohol over here. Yeah. It's I'm fine. also drinking uh, Taxman Investor. That is interesting. It has yeah. like a... Well, it's briny for sure. It is a little briny and it's got almost a... It's, that, it's definitely like a young oh yeah whiskey yeah, yeah. like so it has that sort of uh, I don't know citrusy quality that like a, a little moonshine bit, yeah. has that yeah. kind of I feel uh, like briny is the word that this podcast is doing on it's like the the word of the we've of used the that month. a lot yeah it's like the Pee Wee Herman word of the day <laughs> everybody take a shot hey John B hey <laughs> what's today's <laughs> secret word. <laughs> 
I got arrested for jerking off in a porn theater. <laughs> Fun fact: I uh, at a church. You jerked show. off in a porn theater. Well, no, I, mean, I don't know. Is my living room considered a theater? Uh, theater of the mind. That too. Uh, also, yes. Um, uh, I did at a uh, church talent show when I was elementary age. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I did. I, I was Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, I did the tequila. I did the, the tequila, tequila dance. Yeah. Yep. Uh, my mom I threw had away the, my Pee Wee Herman the, doll. I had the suit. I had the red bow tie. Mm-hmm. I had a Pee Wee Herman doll. My mom. I used to do away. when I was a kid before I hit puberty. I had a pretty killer uh, Pee Wee imitation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you hit puberty. And it's like, <laughs> well, there goes that. Hey, guess what? My mom is calling. Phone's ringing, dude. Hi, Debbie. Always. <sighs> Do we I'm need to pause answering. the podcast? No, I'm not answering. Okay. Love it's like you, she, know, she knows. She she's knows. Been, she's mysteriously been here the last like two or three, two out of the last <laughs> well, three weeks. because I've had a tennis match every night for the last month, Yeah, basically. How's, so, how, how are you doing with I'm, tennis? We're done. It's over. <laughs> What's your record? No. Well, <laughs> how are your glutes? <laughs> you I did play some tonight. I'll have a sore shoulder tomorrow. Oh. So, I miss tennis. Tennis was my sport, and mm. I love it. So. From tennis or from the theater in your living room? <laughs> it's a little, no, that's forearm. That's sore yeah, forearm. Yeah, yeah. A little column A, a little column B. <laughs> a little, uh, what do you call that? Uh, the carpal tunnel. Carpal tunnel. Yeah. Tennis elbow. Yeah. <laughs> Jerk elbow. Oh, man. I had tennis elbow in high school. Is that from tennis? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, sure is. I didn't know you played tennis. I don't. All right. Uh, this round is on Aaron Irwin, a.k.a. one half of Cheap and Easy. She says, guess which one? Wait. Do you like to have a guess at which one she is? Cheap or easy? No. No, not really. <laughs> right. Um, Daniel's easy. That's what I'm going to go with. She uh, dwells in uh, a pothole slash cornfield they named Alexandria, Indiana. <laughs> uh, she does marketing for a small hospital and pretends to work while uh, doing more work for something she actually cares about. Uh, but still makes her weep into a maple flyover. What is a maple flyover? I, I, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Is that what Christopher Columbus came over in? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm pretty proud that's, of that. That's actually that's actually pretty good. Uh, which uh, anyway, uh, it's uh, her community theater she's involved in with her husband uh, and presumed lover Daniel Irwin. <laughs> I presume that that little oh, Danny Earns, yeah, Danny Earns, um, and uh, the other guy in the pub who dragged their sorry asses into this mess, aka Ed Fry. Uh, she loves animals a lot. She loves to write, design, sing, and travel. She is terribly sorry for constantly forgetting to write her own damn bio, even though she is constantly <laughs> has to remind other people to write their bios for the program. That she makes at the theater So she's a huge cri- hypocrite And she will buy Michael a beer For being lazy forgetful piece of shit <laughs> In the scene Well she drug herself so, We didn't even have to drag her Yeah, yeah. Self dragging I like that So thanks really, Aaron Really simplifies the process When they yeah, do it really does When they just do it We for don't you. have to do anything Do we need to give her a nickname Do we do that still Harry Old e- Harriers e- Yeah that's a hard one That's a hard one Yeah, yeah. Can you change your name so we can make a name out of it? I'll work on it. I'll workshop it. (laughs) I was going to... Old Harry wins. I want to do Strawberry Irwine. 
No. No. No, because you're going to play that fucking song. No, we're not doing that. Um, All right. Thanks, Aaron. Um, If you'd like to buy us around, head on over to patreon.com slash pastors podcast. You will get access to our spinoff podcast. Access to the Pastors Pub is a closed Facebook group where we talk about life, spirituality, and everything else. Things discussed in the pub this week. Ray Guilford sent a picture of some pocket change. Yeah. It involved two quarters. It, it actually, all the way. <laughs> two quarters, a dime, a nickel, and four pennies. It actually took me a minute. Like when it I, did too. I, I was like, why? And what's that add up he, to? Yeah, I was like, why did he post that? And then when I got it, I was like, that, that is, is next level. That is next level. Yep. So great. Uh, Paul Fodder, I didn't touch her. Never heard of her. Um, got buried in four feet of snow. So that's I, it's ninety degrees here. It's ninety. God, we are literally record yesterday, record high today, record, record high tomorrow. tomorrow. There is a white oh, White Castle God. beer in the works. It's gonna be a shitty. Longer. And then the first time, and then the first time it snows, somebody, some red next to me, <laughs> climate change. <laughs> How about global warming? Maybe we'll throw snowballs. It's ninety-one in October. Yeah. God. Ugh. And it snowed four feet in October somewhere. Four feet. That's a lot of snow, man. <laughs> That's a lot of snow. That would literally cover my son from the top of his head to his feet, actually. Um, White Castle beer is in the works. It's, it's happening. A, it's going to be a shitty lager. It is. Yeah. It, it's Yeah. It'll probably be fine. Like, it'll, it'll go be fine with White Castle. Drink. It'll go like, fine with White Castle. Oh. We're definitely going to try it. Yeah. On the podcast. Sure. If anybody has oh, will access Will they sell to it this? at the store, at the White no, Castle? No, they don't have liquor license to do that, I don't think. Because they don't sell any other liquor. Well, I hope we can get our hands on it then. If anybody can get access, to I mean, this, like I said, it's just going to be a. It's going to be know. one of those on a hot day. You just you just slam it. Send us a DM. You want it and, to be super cold. Yeah. Yes. Send us a DM super and uh, we will get back to you immediately and let you know if we need you to get it. Yeah. So, uh, Ruben Hood uh, watched Nick Cage's Left Behind. Good call. And live tweeted it several years ago, but then shared it in the pub. <laughs> so. Slow week at Ruben's house. Yeah. Uh, Jen Flynn McCormick sent uh, the the worst foot selfie in the history of all foot. Yeah, selfies. it's pretty gross. It uh, I uh, wanted to vomit in my mouth yeah, several it was, times. It's pretty gross. It was. Have you seen Frankenstein? It's yeah. kind of like that. I'm not saying her foot, her feet are gross. This isn't what it, this is. That's not. I'm not slandering her feet. But that picture was god awful. It was pretty bad. It was I pretty bad. She had she had surgery, like, and it was. I'm on there maybe twice a week, maybe sometimes <laughs> only once a week, and I happened to see that. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Ah. yeah. Nope. 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 All right, that's uh, things discussed in the pub. Nope. 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 All right, well, give me uh, approximately five seconds to uh, hit the button. Here we go. Nope, no, that's not it. I didn't hit it. Matt hit I was, that. It was, he paused. Dogs don't need a reason to smile. <laughs> this has been Meditating with Gary Busey. That is true, actually. <laughs> Have we talked about in the podcast the fact that we almost got him for an interview? Yeah, I, I did. We did. A couple of weeks ago, I think I mentioned it. <laughs> How did we not land that? I don't know. How did that not happen? Yeah, like, they contacted I, I, us. They contacted us. I sent an email back. Didn't hear back. They must have listened to the podcast. <laughs> they oh, must have heard. That's a drag. Yeah. Yeah, because we're way weirder than Gary Busey. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> um, well, it was, it was, clearly, clearly it was we're, for, clearly I, I we're believe, a Christian him. film, so... That's 
Ah, yeah, so yeah. they probably didn't want us to go full gear. Gary Busey in a Christian film. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Please, I think I tell me him. about this Christian. I think I sent you the trailer for it. Oh my gosh! Uh, tell um, me about this Christianity and this Lord Jesus that you serve, Gary um, Busey. The fuck are you guys doing? Get off your goddamn phones! Uh, I was reading something for work. Jesus, were you reading the same? What are you from doing? Work? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, you know, we do have a life outside of this podcast. We got, we got an email. I was texting my mother as well because she wouldn't take no for an answer when I didn't answer the phone. So. Just let me know when you guys are ready. I'm done. I'm fine. Hey, host. Yeah, I'm waiting for you to play the um, I'm waiting for you to get off your fucking phone. I'm not on my phone. You S- literally the... just put your phone down. That doesn't mean I'm on my phone right now. Play the song. Always You're listening to Look on the Bright Side with Mr. Brightside himself, Matt Bowie. We need to piss him off every time right before this. Well, it's really hard. It's really hard to do. Yeah, that shouldn't be hard. The irony there. <laughs> He's such a level-headed bloke. <laughs> what, what's your what? bright side, buddy? What's the, your bright side? Seeing you two every day <laughs> that I get to see you. It's a nice day for a white claw. Have you guys had white claw before? Yeah, it's gross. I've never had it. You know what it tastes like? It tastes like seltzer, and seltzer's not very good. So. Does it have alcohol in it? Yeah, but uh, it, yes. it just tastes like seltzer. Okay. It's it's alcohol for white suburban women. That's uh, that's what white claw that's is. Why, that's why our boss drinks it. Yeah. It's rich. Rich women on diet. Clear alcohols are for rich women, women on diets. diets. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I drink White Claws. I watch it's one of Dr. My, Oz. It's one of my favorite uh, Ron Swanson yeah, quotes. a pretty good one. I also... Okay, so I, Michael. Yes, right, it's for people doing? that watch Dr. Oz. Yes. Yeah, and I bet they drop some skinny girl vodka in there as well to juice it up a little bit. <laughs> it's a turbo... Turbo, turbo claw. White Claw. Turbo yeah. Claw. <laughs> Uh, all right. What are we? What are we doing? Bright uh, side. I don't. I don't. I'm fine. Life's, <laughs> life's fine. I mean, it's fine. I, I. I. I don't have anything exceptional happening. I'm fine. Everything's fine. I got a new pipe. Okay. Pretty excited about that. It's nice. I like it. I enjoy smoking. You look like a complete douchebag smoking it, but no, you don't look. Yeah, I. I I'll disagree. You, no, looks, I realize. Cool. I realize. I smoked uh, Josh's church warden on Wednesday, like or on Saturday. You just you, there's no way to look cool smoking. Let, let, let me let me clarify. Pipe. The pipe is cool. You look like a douchebag, <laughs> but you look a little bit better with the pipe. <laughs> just want to make sure we insult you just right. <laughs> I want. He pulled the knife out a little bit before he twisted. <laughs> Just, it was kind of just the tip of the knife. Well, this has been the Glorious Pastors for this week. <laughs> Tune in next week when I'm not here. No, I do like the pipe. It is cool. It is. I think it's fuck both of you. No, it is. No, I don't give a shit. No, I like no, it. Shut up. I enjoy. It actually, it I enjoy is a, it. it is a cool looking pipe. It's, it really it's got when the, you ordered it, I laughed a little bit, but when I saw it, it's it got the cool. white tree of Gondor. Yeah, it's it. carved it's, in it. Yeah. It's awesome. Carved in the bowl. I love it. It looks good. I didn't. That was the first time on Saturday I had smoked a church warden pipe. It's, and I didn't, it's a different kind of smoke, I didn't, man. Uh, it, I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would. Really? Yeah. I love it. It was fine. <clears throat> the person I, I, I married like to, which like shall one. go unnamed, forgot to pack my pipe. So, <laughs> Way to go, Diane. Yeah. <laughs>
Thanks. Uh, I so what? What's your bright side? Buddy? Uh, I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. Let me see here, so I can remember. <laughs> so that's overflowing with um with greatness. Um, I, my birthday was yesterday. Yes, it was. Happy birthday, buddy. Yeah, thanks. Uh, but my bright side is actually uh, I had Trace Leche's cake. <laughs> it was great. It was delicious. You are a Trace Leche's dude. Cake it slut. is so good. Even that bad is like Trace your, that is your jam. I, don't, good. I have never had Trace Leche's cake. I even brought some over one time, I know, and I you did, didn't I even think try I was it. on Whole30 at the time. Uh, I didn't eat it. Fuck Whole30. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it ruins everything. Um, not, for, not for me. I'll still fucking eat it. Speaking of that person I'm married to. I, did she just text you? Yeah. Why is she texting you right now? I don't know. Jesus fucking It's like Christ, she, does, she forgets we're doing a podcast every week. You need to lock that down. I know. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm not going to say I know. I don't know that. She can be her own person. Gosh. Uh, All right. Uh, what are we doing? Um, well, I'm recording a podcast. Oh, so you did, guys you have have did, you did, did you have a bright side? I did mine. No, I'm fine. I don't really oh, have anything. I mean, fine. it's... Are we doing the musical thing? The music? Yeah. Music? All right. Yep. Uh, Here's the music time. That's our theme song. <laughs> music time. We're going to listen to I guess to my bright hatches. side is that I've sweated off 14 pounds since I've been in here. It is know, not cool. In here. There's just it's, no way. The air's I know. On, man. I mean, I yeah. There's just no way to be cool right no. now. It's so freaking It's not keeping up right now at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go. Okay. Uh, Brittany Howard. Yeah, lead singer of Alabama oh, Shakes. Should have gone first. Damn it. Is that what yours? Um, no. Can I go first before sure. you? Sure. Yeah. Why, why not? Because because before you do Brittany Howard, I need to I need to say this so so He's it's still relevant at the time. Shit again. Um. So I got a message in my inbox. Um. Well, shit. Maybe I shouldn't do that one. Fuck. You're gonna prove me wrong right here and there. All right. So somebody sent me an, a message in the inbox that says. Do Brad and Matt ever have female singers that they play for the pod? I literally I like, played. Wait, I had one. The I last literally time. played a female I like, rapper. I feel like they never do. And whenever you talk about a female singer, they kind of make fun of you. Okay, we should no, totally no, no. call them out on the podcast. No, for that. fuck this. Wait, no. First let's of call all, out who the no, fuck no, no, that no, no, was. I'm not going to say who was. First of all, we've done this twice. Yeah. And I think they're one of mine was a woman, Olivia Jean. Thank you. And I had a female rapper, Rhapsody. So who the fuck? No, I want to know who I'm it not going to say you. I will not. And you had Daniel Johnson, who's not a woman. <laughs> what the? I, th- I think fuck? they're referring to previous times when I've had like Taylor Swift and I don't give a British shit. Like I download female artists. I, yeah, all I the like time. music that I like. Sometimes that's women. Sometimes you know what? I'm not even. <laughs> I knew it was inaccurate, but I still wanted to bring it up. Who said it? Who said it? I'm not going to say. I refuse. All right, go ahead. Hit pause and then tell me. I'm not going to hit pause. No, hit pause and then tell me. I'm not not saying my fucking music until you do it. That's fine. I'll play some music. Oh, my God. All right, fine. There was a span where eight out of ten albums I downloaded were fucking female artists. God. I hate to tell you, I've got like a top ten list. Almost half, at least half of them are female. Here's my song. Here we go. Are you going to say who this is? No. Look inside, look inside your tiny mind, and look a bit harder, cause we're so uninspired. British? So sick yeah. and tired. Thought I noticed the an accent. The British Katy Perry? No. Close. So you say it's not okay to be gay, well, I think you're just I think. She's apparently from the east side of London. Your point of view is this chorus is so great. Oh, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you very 
All right. All right. That's Lily Allen. <laughs> song's called oh, Fuck You. Oh, I've heard of Lily Allen. Okay. <laughs> called Fuck You. Yeah. It's great. I love it. Uh, that's funny. Uh, so, Brittany Howard, lead singer of Alabama Shakes, put out a solo a album. A female artist. It is. Yeah. I've listened to it. Great. I listened three to, or four times since it's I come out all the, the way through. The night you sent it to me, I listened to it the very God, next morning. It's so good. Uh, this is, is it the, getting hotter in here? It is getting hot. Jeez. Uh, it is, uh, this is the song History Repeats. The album is called Jamie. Uh, which is named after her late sister, who is dead. Oh. Um, but the song is called History Repeats. So here we go. I will say this album super creative like there's like there's some soul there's some R&B there's like it's just like there's a song in there that sounds exact she sounds like Billie Holiday yeah like she is so freaking talented and the album is just top to bottom great Uh, like I said I've listened to it probably I don't know three or four times since it's it's come out it's just it's really really nice so, uh, it's a band I found last night, actually, um, called Temples. It better be a woman in it, apparently. There's not. Um, <laughs> Next week, I'm going to play K-pop, I'm pretty sure. It's for fans. <laughs> <laughs> it's for fans. It's for, if you like uh, Tame Impala, this, oh, okay. this is a band for you. This yeah. is, uh, the album is Hot Motion, ah. which was uh, my nickname in high school. Nope, no, no, it wasn't. On waterbeds. The song, <laughs> the song is Hot Motion. It's track one, side one. Uh, So here we go. I guess it is kind of tame and It's very tame and polished. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'd re- the whole album's really good, actually. Yeah. I've, li- I've listened to it a couple times already since last night. Needs more so. women. Definitely needs more female inspiration in there. Um, yeah. Can we talk about Sturgill Simpson's new album? Man, it's like... It is not a country album in any way, not shape, or form. There's nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just a rock album. It's like you woke up and was like, "I'll do some rock and synth type stuff." Yeah, and, yeah. like some of it sounds yeah. kind of disco-y. It's I'll like, look, what the yeah, hell? Yeah, I know. Like, he just woke up and was like, "I'm gonna make whatever I, I want," and fuck you if you don't like it. Yeah, so. it's fine. It's a good yeah. album. 
So anyway, all right. You know who wouldn't do that? What? Chris Stapleton wouldn't do that. That's good because he sucks. So <laughs> he does not suck. Yeah, he does. No, he really He's doesn't. Boring. Suck. Well, boring and sucking are two different things. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Yes. Not my book. If you're boring, you suck. That's well, you suck, but you're not boring. Okay. What do we? What's next? What are we doing? All right. We're gonna do. I so it's like old times. I didn't like those times. Old times are like new times. Yeah. New I, times I didn't, I didn't like times. those times. That just much, like so. that. Just like that. That song. It's derivative from an older time. So what? The music you played sounded like it was from a different era. All right. It's seven thirty-seven. Are we gonna do fat bastards? Or? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Fat yeah, yeah. Good work, Michael. <laughs> Bojangles here. What's up with that name? People think of funny. People think they open all of it. Rolling on up in the passive pub, eating it up, eating the grub. Say now, give me that, give me that, give me that food. Give me that, give me that, give me that food. I want that, I want that, I want that food. Give me that, give me that, give me that. Don't you wanna be, wanna be a fat bastard? Wanna be a fat bastard? We all wanna be, wanna be a fat bastard. We all wanna be, wanna be a fat bastard. Fat bastards. Okay, from we got a little gift package this week from her, Kevin G. White, Chaplain, Captain Promotable, Captain Promotable, U.S. Army. Captain, is that like a? That's like the worst superhero name ever. Captain Promotable, yeah, it is. <laughs> Captain Promotable, he's our hero. <laughs> Love you, Kevin. Just kidding. Uh, dear and glorious pastors, we just moved from Fort Gordon, Georgia, to Fort Meade, Maryland, a month ago. I hope you enjoy these Maryland-inspired snacks. I enjoyed the podcast and the pastors pub. I cannot express how much I appreciate y'all inviting us into your journey of discovery. Oh. I owe you all a five-star rating. It's coming, I promise. Oh, nice. Kevin, come on. Continuing to produce the podcast while seeking to maintain family and health and work full-time jobs is amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please keep seeking health and wholeness for yourselves and your families. Please keep seeking understanding and peace. Please know the turds love and appreciate all you do and all you are. Blessings and hope. Kevin G. White, Chaplain, Captain Promotable. fourth Military Intelligence Brigade, Fort Meade, Maryland. Don't tell. Not exactly a lightweight. Nah. Military intelligence. That's an oxymoron, am I right? Brad. Can you? What? What? What are you going to say? What? What? You said, can I? Can I? Yes, you can. Go ahead. What did you want to say? Oh, can I just say that uh, I'm, I like that he's a fan of ours. I mean, we've been, uh, I mean, he's in the military. We've been at times not super <laughs> kind, <laughs> kind yeah. to the military. So thanks for sticking with us and listening to us even if you may he's, not agree. He's been around for a while. Yeah, he's yeah. been around for a long yeah. time. He's an OG. So. <laughs> I do OG. like having we have a few military people in mm-hmm. the pub and I like that because it it gives Quite me a, few, yeah. a different perspective. Yeah. Like it kind of helps me to balance out some of my more radical <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Ideas. Yeah, slightly. So, it's kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what are we doing first? Anyway, thanks Kevin. Let's do the uh, uh, These are all Okay, so these are um hers. Maryland inspired, so the old uh, first one just Old Bay chips, Old Bay, Bay seasoning chips. Hers, yeah. Oh my god, they're good. I mean, it's just yeah, it's Old Bay on a chip. Mm. Which, if you like Old Bay, it's hard to go wrong with no, that. No, that's mm-hmm. that's it's very a, good. It's very heavy on the celery salt. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow, I'm thirsty. Those are salty. Drink oh. a beer. Those are uh, those are salty. Those are like. Like even salt would say that's salty. <laughs> wow, I'm not sure even a like a deer might pass on those. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the. I don't know, man. It's pretty dry. 
I don't have any water. I'm do the poofs next. Oh, good. We're not going to do the next one? Yeah, let's do the crab chips. Okay, these are crab chips. From Utz. Mm. Man, I really dig those. I don't those notice are, those anything. Are salty. I don't notice oh. anything particularly crabby, but they're good. I get a like they're really good. There's a sousant of crab in it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I need to add, remind me later. I gotta get the add fuck a, out of here. I gotta add a douchebag sound effect to my to my that soundboard. Was benefit. If you've seen mm. sideways. Dude, those are those are really freaking good, man. Also very salty. Yeah. Boy, they are salty. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Can we do the name Can of the, we do uh, a hey hey what are you drinking song again? By, by the water. way, the name of the company is Hers. Her? That's why I've been saying this whole time. Oh, I didn't know. They have really good ketchup chips. Do they? Hers? I'm not a big fan of ketchup chips. They're pretty good. Yeah. All right. Uh these are uh, cheese puffs. Uh Old, Old Bay, Bay cheese, cheese puffs. puffs. Oh yeah! Yep, there's a winner right there. Oh my God! That's Holy the, shit! That's the winner of the three. That's a little bit of both. You get Dude. the cheese and you get the the old bay. Oh my God! Excuse me, while I grab a handful of this. Wow! Dude, I could lose my self respect. Uh-huh. That's a five all day long. That's a hard six. I'll give the uh, I'll give those a five. I'll give the crab chips a four. I'll give the old bay chips a three, just because they were mega salty. Mega I salty. give these five and the other two three point five. I'll go the same as Brad on those. Those cheese puffs, oh man. My God. I'm not even like a huge cheese puff fan. Oh, I am. But no, I, that's I would eat the hell out of those things, man. <laughs> Just phenomenal. Yeah, those are good. Thanks, Kev, man. We appreciate man, that. those are great. <clears throat> Do we Thanks, have more? Kevin. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah we, we also more. have uh, more fat bastards. Oh, yeah. we got, we're trying to we're trying to catch up, play catch up here. Like, yeah. We've got people have sent us a shitload of stuff, and we've been lazy. So uh, This is... Um, some sort of British mustard. Coleman's of Norwich. Yes. Mustard. It's Norwich. So, I kind of have a, to swallow the W there. Oh. Norwich. Birmingham. Um, As in Norwich City FC football. They're in the Premier League. So this is there. from Chris Atfield. Shit. How would they say that in the overseas? They would say it Chris Atfield. Chris Atfield. <laughs> Chris Atfield. Um, he says, uh, I'm a big fan of Dijon. Uh, or whole grain mustard, Whoa, but these are some, deemed. That's got some horseradish kick. I can tell by the smell. To it. But these are these are deemed uh, continental foppery uh, by the subjects <laughs> Wait, of foppery. Foppery. I love that word. By by the subjects of, of her madge. <laughs> uh, if you ask for mustard in most restaurants here, this is what you'll get. I think he just disrespected the queen on our podcast. So this is like French's mustard in Britain. Um. Coleman's. Well, that's always better because French's mustard is shit. Coleman's is the canonical brand, a bit like French's in the U.S., but unlike French's, it actually tastes like mustard. (laughs) Um, If you're really poncy, uh, you you can you can make up your own with mustard powder, uh, which has even more kick. Uh, It goes exquisitely well on English read proper sausages and roast beef. I and do love a good sausage, man. And if you yeah. put it on a hot a dog, banger in the mouth. If you put it on a hot dog, I can only recommend that you don't use very much. Uh, it's like so snorting it's, wasabi. Oh, dude, I um, love horseradish. You'll mustard. love this stuff. Okay. So, all right, let's do this. Oh, I didn't even. Get Reading it. this on an everything pretzel. How did you? Did you guys dip it in there or what? Mm. Poured it on. Whoa, boy, that's got some kick. Oh, Jesus. 
Thanks. For, yeah, I do appreciate. How the did you warning. get this out? Uh, you don't want. You don't want a lot, buddy. Oh, just break the goddamn pretzel. Oh, it's in my nose, dude. That's strong. Oh, wow. That's not mustard. That's just horseradish. That is um, oh. not for the faint of heart. Wow. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Snap. It's I re- good. really like the flavor, but though. Dude, that I'm is... a big fan of like horseradishy mustards. I've got a German one at home that is maybe oh, the best mustard I've man. ever had. Which one? I got it at Aldi, believe it or not. Yeah. And it is. Oh. You don't like it? I want some more of that here. I'm taste bud blind. <laughs> I need a walking stick for my tongue. Oh, I feel like that was way too much. Well, all right. Oh, man. Woo! Yeah, I mean that's it is really good, but man, that is straight horseradish. Oh. Yeah, up the night. Open your sinuses up a little bit. Yep. Wow. I got a little too much on that one. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Mm. All right, let's do let's do the honey. Oh, too. that's good. Well, thanks, Chris. Cheers, mate. Oh, that is uh, that's fantastic mustard. Though. Yeah, but yeah, you definitely want to use that sparingly. Yeah. I can see, like, I really could see, It would like, be great my on, God. like you said, roast beef or something. Or like a sausage, like a good sausage. I fully sausage. expected it to be more like French's. No, it's it not. I would, put not. That, I would put that, like, in a good Italian sausage oh, with onion and green pepper. Or something. Or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's dripping. Oh, well, oh on your pants. pants. That's, yep. It's work pants. It's fine. <laughs> that's great. I uh, probably don't want to eat that off my work pants. Uh, oh, my. That, it's just. Oh, my. Beth, can you help me? Do you guys not know how to I use I need like a, a napkin spoon? or something. <laughs> it's literally all over my pants. How do you not know how to use a spoon? <laughs> I didn't even fill it all the way. Hey, can you get a sippy cup too while you're in the, uh, in the kitchen? I need help. <laughs> I need an adult. Mom! 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 Mommy! Mama! All right, Mama. let's try this. What is this? This is bourbon barrel aged honey and blossom this from? honey. It's from Hunter's Honey. Oh, from in Martinsville, local Martinsville Indiana. Yep. Right. Yeah, local honey. So, oh, oh, that's so good. Oh, dude, that there is a little <laughs> tang of bourbon there, man. A little bit. That is so yep. good. At the back end of it. What the what the mustard didn't burn off. It mm. tastes good on all the oh, other. Oh my buds. god, that, that is, is really good, honey, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I may need to make a trip out to Hunters. That you know, bourbon I've barrel never been there. 12 years there. I've lived here, I've I never know, been it's there. Crazy. Well, they uh, sell years. they sell Christmas trees if you can get a Christmas tree from a locally sourced. Yeah. yeah, I think we're going to get we're, a real we're one. We're 100% those bitches. Yeah, yeah we, have, we we have been for the last <laughs> Stuff five in the years. attic. <laughs> that was really good actually. Man, <clears> that's Yep. Thank you everybody. Thank you. All fantastic, albeit some salty. My pants are my pants are sticky. And uh, Captain Promotable. Rev I could Kev. eat. Uh, I could eat a lot of those uh, old bay cheese curls. Yeah, I yeah. know. Feel free to take them with you. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Well, let's go into the newsfeed. Here we go. Lock up your fears, dry all your tears, refill your beers. We're headed into the newsfeed. Um. Thieves steal five million dollar gold toilet from Britain's Blenheim Palace. <laughs> As you do. Five, you do. How much is it? Five million dollars. Why toilet? would you build that? Burglars have stolen a fully functional 18 karat gold toilet. I could streak the shit out of that thing, even though it's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> could leave some racing stripes in that. Yeah, I wonder, like, I wonder if the gold, like... 
makes it like less sticky. Yeah, like surely it's never been I used. Wouldn't mind putting it to the test. I know, I've had some uh, pretty sticky shits in my days. So, so where had it, it from the Blenheim Palace? Where it had been installed as an art exhibit? The toilet, valued at more than $5 million, is part of an exhibition of the work by Italian, excuse me, conceptual artist, Maurizio Catalan. (laughs) Uh, It's a Maurizio, eh? Uh, Which opened two days ago at the... It's it's really good uh, security. Yeah. Two days ago at the stately home 60 miles west of London, which is a major tourist attraction, the toilet named America. America. Boy, uh, 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 an 18-karat gold toilet. America. That's, yeah. that's yeah. a pretty good description of America. We have an 18. We have an 18-karat gold toilet in the uh, White House. Oh God! Was previously on display in a cubicle at New York. a shade of a character. Guggenheim mm-hmm. Museum, where more than a hundred thousand visitors were able to use it. Oh wait, what? Yeah, not so, use it, use it, use it, use it. I think no, not in two days. No, no, no. It was at the Guggenheim. In New York, where more than a hundred thousand visitors were able to use it. Oh, so like I know, like I we, know give our, we give our gold toilets to our secondhand gold toilets to Britain. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you really are our little sister. Uh, it's your payment for us stealing the colonies. Thieves. <laughs> it's payment for us bailing you out in WW two. Uh, wow. Thieves, I'm kidding, okay? Uh, Uh, Sort of. Uh, Thieves with at least two vehicles broke into the palace. The birthplace... Michael, goddammit, stop it. The birthplace of uh, World War II leader Winston Churchill and removed the toilet sometime before 5 a.m. Due to the toilet being plumbed into the building, this has caused significant damage and flooding. So they just ripped the fucker out of the wall, basically. Jeez. Police say they've arrested one... 66-year-old man in connection with the theft. So it was legit plumbed? But had not co- recovered the artwork. It is a functional toilet. Oh. Blenheim Palace said it, it, was saddened, it was saddened by the loss of this, quote, precious artwork. Right, in quotes. Boy, which really, said, art really is just about whatever you want it to be, isn't it? Uh, last year, while the toilet was at the Guggenheim, the Washington Post reported that President Donald Trump turned down an offer from the museum to temporarily install the toilet for his personal use in the White House. Man. I only shit in gold toilets. Only the best. They're the best. God, fuck you. Yeah. But it's tinged gold. Um, Boy, nine years old. Takes wrong turn. Does gold have a smell? I don't think so. I don't. Metal, like metal. I'm assuming. Uh, boy, nine years old, takes wrong turn during 5K, ends up winning 10K. <laughs> uh, a Minnesota nine-year-old took a wrong turn during a 5K race and ended up winning a 10K, coming out ahead of a field that was otherwise all adults. Huh. Cade Lovell of St. Cloud was expecting to run the 3.1-mile version of the St. Francis Franny Flyer in Sartell, but he missed his turn and ended up finishing first in the 6.2-mile version of the race, beating a field of competitors where the next youngest person was in their 20s. Wow. Who have all presumably retired at this I point. would assume so, yeah. The average age of the runners in the race was 38, and the second-place finisher, a 40-year-old man, finished a full minute behind level. Wow. So he didn't even take a shortcut. He just ran the... <laughs> he just missed his turn. I don't know if there was a turn for the 5K, like... 
you go this way yeah. to finish for the 5K. And he was like, ah, he missed it. And he's he just kept fucking running. <laughs> just kept on running. I was running. Uh, Lovell said it was too late to turn back by the time he realized he'd followed the wrong route. At the end where you had to turn around, there's a 10K sign. I was like, this is not a 5K. Once I turned around, I was like, my mom is going to yell at me. The boy's time was just over 48 minutes. Lovell said he trains three times a week and is planning to compete in the Junior Olympics in the winter. How old is he? Nine. Man, that's Jeez. crazy. <laughs> I love it. It's such a great story, man. Steve Austin. Yeah, exactly. Astronaut. Are we sure he's not, like, part mechanical? Well, that's cool. All right. Uh, man spins... 30,000 pounds in legal fees, fighting 100-pound speeding fine. Loses the case. Wait, say that again? Man that spends 30,000 pounds in legal fees, fighting 100-pound speeding fine. Loses the case. Whoops. A British man has spent 30,000 pounds of his savings, or euros. How much know. is that in real dollars? A lot. More than $30,000. Yeah. Jeez. Of his savings on a failed legal battle for justice, over a $100 speeding fine, BBC reports. Richard Kidwell of Yate, near Bristol, set a seriously flawed legal Lovely system. this time of year. Yeah. Bristol Palin? Is there another Bristol besides Bristol Palin? Sarah's daughter? <laughs> See... He keeps doing this shit because you keep fucking laughing at him. If a Bristol just... Palin joke. You know what's another? Joke. It was just you know a what's reference. another good Bristol Palin joke? Bristol Palin. <laughs> I think she's a teen mom now. Well, she she's been a teen mom. A lot. Pretty sure she's in her like mid twenties at this sh- point. I think she's on the the show Teen Mom. Isn't she in like her? She's got to be getting close to thirty, right? Yeah, but she was a teen mom, so that's I don't I can't get into the the logic of MTV reality shows. <laughs> Because clearly there is some. Yeah, there's not. Anyway, old Dickie Kidwell. <laughs> old Dickie Kids. Old Dickie Kids. <laughs> nope. No, let's, let's, oh, let's back try up. that. Let's back that no. one up. Backup let's noise dot gif <laughs> dot wave oh, whatever. Please. Old Dickie Wells of Yate near Bristol said a seriously flawed legal system. And fighting the fine had taken nearly three years and used up his son's inheritance money. Yikes. Just pay the god. Kidwell seventy one. You know Pickens did that once. Yeah, used his hand in college. No, in college he went. He got a uh, such a dipshit. He got a he got a ticket. It was a hundred and ten dollars or something in Tennessee when we were in college. He was in the northern part of Tennessee in a northern county. He had to drive an hour and a half. He decided to go fight it in court. He goes to and he, That's a very Pickens thing to do, by the he way. He gets it dismissed in you court. See, no, you hold see, on. Hold on. Is. He gets it dismissed because the cop doesn't show up, which happens. Yeah. He pays more in legal fee in court fees than he did uh, for the ticket. Jeez. Yeah. And then the travel to go up there and back. Mm-hmm. And, like, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Kidwell, seventy one, said he was wrongly clocked doing thirty five and a thirty on a day trip to, oh. to Worcester. You pay Worcester or is it Worcester? Thirty five it's Worcester. In okay. I know in Massachusetts, $30,000 for going five sauce? miles over the yeah. speed limit. Uh, he claimed he was certainly not doing more than 30 on New Road. Kidwell, a retired engineer, clearly an intelligent one. Uh, I was very surprised when a couple of days later I got the NIP, Notice of Intended Prosecution. Uh, well, that's the end of the story. Okay, well, I guess he, uh, yeah, he lost. So Wow. And had to pay, he spent 30,000 pounds fighting 
a hundred pound ticket. Just, I don't understand, man. Just pay it. I like, don't know. yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, again, it's just it's just pride and ego. I mean, like, that's just stupid. I mean, like, yeah, that's just, just flat really, out really. That's just really flat stupid. out just stupid. Yeah. Uh, from Fort Worth, uh, Star Telegram, where news news with, is on your mind. News with guns. Uh, car salesman farted in coworker's office, pinched his nipples to reinforce dominance. Billy Patterson said. story. <laughs> Can you read that again? Yeah, car salesman farted in coworker's office. Okay, pinched his nipples to reinforce dominance. Lawsuit. Says. I don't even think apes pinch their nipples to assert dominance. Brett Bland. Way to play it, Bland. Now, who, um, now, now, ah! whose who's yes. nipples were pinched? Was it the person <laughs> farting or the other? Are they pinching the nipples of the God, other person? God, that's a, that's, that's a really tell, good... Tell Bland to hop on it. Uh, Can you Brett, me? Brett Bland is a car... What? Who, who Whose nipples got pinched? Why don't you let me read the fucking story and I'll let you know. Well, Brett Bland is a car salesman who's had going. his fill of the raunchy sales bureau culture at the Southeast Texas dealership. Where he used to work. Raunchy sales bro culture. Which I'm sure is a thing, but why is, how does pinching your nipples make that go away? According to court documents filed in Galveston County, Bland is suing his former boss in the dealership's parent company for what he calls the sexually hostile and at times smelly work environment he endured for more than a year at the AutoNation Acura dealership in League City, just southeast of Houston near the Texas Gulf Coast. In his lawsuit, he accuses his former boss, Jeremy Pratt, Pratt Daddy of weapon, uh, Chris's brother of weaponizing his own farts, <laughs> Spencer, and repeatedly. Spencer Pratt still blocked me on Twitter. Spencer Pratt, yes, blocked you on Twitter I for what? That, let's not get into it. No, I want to get into it. Let's get into it. That this podcast is made to get into something like that. So what? I don't know. I've been blocked no, by Jerry no, no, Falwell no. Jr. and Dan Dockage. I've never been. Oh, I've been blocked you, by Dan Dockage. That's the oh, only I have, one. Yeah, I've not been blocked because I told him he was a sad person that was just pissed that he didn't get the IU. That's exactly why he blocked me too. Actually, yeah. I think <laughs> it's very, very on brand. Yeah. yeah, it's also true. Why? Um, why? No, 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 no. I want to know why he got blocked by Spencer Pratt. First of um, all, why were you tweeting at Spencer Pratt? Don't I think that's worry. About no, 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 it. no. I, I am worried about no, it. I want to know. He's like a D-list celebrity. He is no. He runs a crystal empire. How dare you? A what? Crystals. He's into crystals. Ah, uh, that's not why I, I tweeted at him. It was before I tweeted at him before he was into crystals. No, I want to know the story. So <laughs> Spencer Pratt was uh, after you know he he the hills kind of went bust. He was on a podcast with uh, a podcast I listened to, and uh, he just up and quit for no goddamn reason. And I just said I was sad about it, and he blocked me. So. <laughs> He seems like a really stable person. It's yeah, called the clearly. Spice Hour. It was great, great fucking podcast. God, man! But it's gone now. It's now called the News R.I.P. Yeah. In his lawsuit, he accuses his former <laughs> boss, Jeremy Pratt, Spencer's brother, of weaponizing his own farts and repeatedly pinching Bland's and other male subordinates' nipples. I was hoping you were going to tell him that his beard hair color made no sense with his face. <laughs> it's it's blonde. It's all blonde. No. Blonde beards are the weirdest shit ever. He re- <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Caillou's dad's friend. Have you ever seen those episodes? I, when his dad's thank God, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> he reinforced dominance over his subordinates by regularly entering their enclosed offices, intentionally passing gas, and then laughing as they were forced to breathe soiled air. Do you know what my son said today about Caillou? <laughs> Hopefully, that he hates his guts. And he said Caillou's a bitch. <laughs> 
He said it. I swear. I wish I would have had a recording of it. Well, son, you're not wrong, but you shouldn't say that. Oh my god, I hate Caillou so much. That's so funny to me. (sighs) Matt, what do you got? (laughs) I don't even care anymore. I just I don't give a shit. I'm done. Just read. I'm done. No, don't be a pitch. He farted. He farted in his office, and he and he pinched nipples, and then he accused the guy. Did he pinch his own nipples? No, he pinched guys' nipples. Okay, that's not a great. And he sent a he sent a text to eight to ten coworkers about this guy Bland. Mm. To, that he might be a sex offender. Keep your children safe. What Yikes. a name. So, mm. yeah, anyway. Boy, that, that was quite the journey. <laughs> I, I, why do I even show up every week? <laughs> God. You guys just have your own podcast. I'm just kind of like here drinking shit. And... <laughs> I use a bitch. <laughs> just... I could I be love Diggory so much. I could be over there sitting with my lovely wife, and oh, I'm here. She with, doesn't like you. I'm here, and with she's and we don't blame her. I'm here with YouTube sex and shit. God. This is a, a two-hour respite where she doesn't have to deal with you. We're technically babysitters, right? A respite. Now. It's a respite. You dumb shit. Yeah, it's a respite. No, it's not a respite. It's a respite. It gets. It's one no. It's not. Matter. It's yeah. respite. You can literally never one. heard it called respite. I have. By who? People in England. Uh, they call it a respite. They're f- whatever. <laughs> they can respite me is what they can do. <laughs> Michael, what do you got? I would can't say wait. I would say respite. I can't wait. What do you I'm got? I'm teaming with you. I'm on team Matt with you. Right, that's great. <laughs> can't wait. What are you on? I need something else to drink. Um let me see here. I don't know. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Product update. It's only one product, so you're, you're already missed the missed a shot on this. So there's a painting uh, that went on eBay for six thousand six hundred dollars. It is a painting of Channing Tatum. Mm. But what? So he's he's sitting. Looks like he's he's reclining a little bit. His legs up on the stuff. He's wearing a nice white uh, long sleeve shirt. It's actually a pretty good painting, except for one part. Oh, no. He is completely pantsless. <laughs> oh, no. You <laughs> playing volleyball with Tom Cruise? <laughs> Can we talk about the fact that Tom Cruise would actually be a really shitty volleyball player because he's three foot four? Yeah, he's like five <laughs> three or some shit like that. I bet that net was two feet off the ground, man. <laughs> like him and Peter Dinklage be like the worst volleyball team in history. He plays doubles with Feifel. <laughs> and the uh, the substitute could be that uh, the uh, Ukrainian Verntroyer. <laughs> from last week. <laughs> uh, that story is real, and it's all over yep, the news locally. Uh, anyway, Chan- Channing Tatum's... Uh, uh, it, so it doesn't have his twig, but you can definitely see the berries. 
the uh, quote unquote <laughs> bean bag. So somebody painted a painting of this dude with his balls hanging out. It looks like in there. You're looking at the picture right the now. The leg is kind of like obscuring the the what the the, the shaft, if you will. <laughs> I will. But the bean bag looks like just two giant peaches. I can't imagine how large the uh, the twig would have to be does for the have, berries does he have elephant to produce <laughs> that big of balls. Can I see the picture? Oh, um, <laughs> because I'm curious. Well, it's kind of it's kind of blurred out on this one. Let me uh, let me get to the <laughs> the actual. Uh, Apparently, I've looked at it too many times to where uh, I have to pay to look at it one more time. <laughs> Michael's behind the paywall. <laughs> I've, I've hit the, I've hit the paywall on, uh, on his beanbag picture. All right, let me, uh, it, let me. I don't care. Just move on. No, it needs to be seen. Did somebody buy it? Oh yeah, it sold for six thousand six hundred bucks. God. All right, here it is. It's got a watermark on there. Ignore the watermark, and we won't be able to. Oh. <laughs> well. That's that is definitely a pantsless Channing Tatum. What's the? We need to buy it. What's it's already buy it. It's already been how bought. How much? How much disposable income do the pastors have? Not six thousand six hundred bucks. I can tell you that. Boy, if that is uh, to time scale, to, time to sh- shipping. Oh my yeah, God. shipping is only ten dollars. So. You weren't you weren't completely wrong in using the word peaches. Yeah. yeah. It's it a, looks like it looks like a giant segmented peach is what it looks really like. Really love your peaches, wanna shake your tree. Quite literally, a tree. I'm <laughs> it's got to be. So the starting price was one hundred and seventy five dollars, and it got to sixty six hundred dollars. Yeah. Some that, you know how many people had to bid on that? Okay, if you were gonna guess what the what what time the closing bid came in. What 3 a.m. What, it what, had to be in the middle of the night, right? What time would you... It's Pacific Daylight Time. I assume PDT. It's Pakistan Daylight. Let's, see who, can get, let's see who can who can get the closest. 2.38 a.m. What are you saying? 4 a.m. It is 5.14 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody woke up in the morning. Oh, I gotta have that. Gotta get it. Wow. All right. All right, my next one is this is uh, this is the one I did actually hit the paywall, so I had to use a different website because I looked at it too many times. Um, <laughs> so, uh, man was on; he was running from the police, and uh, California is well known for its police chases. Um, no other state does it quite the same. Unfortunately, there were no news cameras on hand for this. It was certainly one of the weirdest police chases. Uh, Petaluma police, Ryan Watt, uh, according to Petaluma police, Ryan Watt was Ryan arrested. What? Uh, so the man, uh, he <laughs> ran to, he got to a field okay. and uh, ran out of his car and entered a corn maze and hid in a goddamn corn maze. <laughs> Guess how long it took the police to find him? How long? <laughs> Two hours. 
I'd be so. I'd have shot him dead on the spot. I'd be so, <laughs> so angry. Yep. I would have Two shot hours. him on. The, I would have kneecapped yep. him. I would have <laughs> at least kneecapped him or something. Absolutely made sure that yeah. he would never walk again. Yeah. So I would have tased him until he shit his pants like so that. So he made it all the way through the the corn maze, and then he hid in the chicken coop. So there's a chicken coop outside of the corn maze. So he made it all the way through. They were searching for him. Why all did he not through. just keep going? I mean, I don't. I think he was probably surrounded. I, I mean, is they got a bunch of people out there to look for. Yeah, him. but they were just, all busy in the corn maze. He found the end of it, and they I'm couldn't. sure there were some guy sitting outside of the corn maze, you know, watching the perimeter to make sure he's not leaving. Yeah, clearly they were asleep because he made it to the chicken coop. Well, the chicken coop wasn't far, hmm. but uh, apparently they these guys Two owe hours. these guys owe the uh, owners of the corn maze seven dollars per officer. <laughs> Dude, I would love it so much if they sent the police a bill. A bill. Yeah. Yep, so the pet, Penuma, uh, Petaluma, uh, Pumpkin Patch. Penuma. 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 Petaluma Pumpkin Patch. Yeah. So. Yep, uh, you could say that uh, Watt almost uh, flew the coop. No, I'm not, you're not getting a rim shot for that shit. No. Nope. Nope. What do you got else, Michael? Dare I ask? Um, all right. Are you done? Uh, well, I got, I got more. I can no, definitely can do. you be done? I can be done. Yeah. Okay, let's be done. Right. Yeah. Except for... Just kidding. Can we take a break and something else to drink? Yeah, right. we can take a break. All right. Pause. And we're back. Hi, everybody. Hey. Hey. Uh, you guys got refills. What'd you get? Uh, it's the uh, A-Inger. Anger. Um Oktoberfest Marzen. It's from Germany. Yeah. Um Authentic Bavarian <coughs> Festival Lager. It's an Oktoberfest beer from Germany. Mm. So mm. Oh, that's fantastic. Yep. Dude, that's the best German like from Germany Oktoberfest beer I've yeah, had. Yeah, that's um, I've had a few of them. Yeah, that's pretty oh, good. Oh man, that's fantastic. Yep. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So all right. All right, let's go. Further up and further in. Further up and further in. Yeah. Yeah. Week two. Week uh, two of what? Alternative Orthodoxy. Ooh. Um, edgy Garage Band Orthodoxy. Whatever. It's the, it's the stone tip of pilots yes. of all orthodoxy. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. With a little bit less heroin. Yeah. <laughs> a lot less heroin. A lot of sad rivers Cuomo in this. <laughs> you could have just said rivers Cuomo. I think he's just kind of a sad human being, isn't he? Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, never mind. Go ahead. Anyway, uh, so we did week one last week. We did... Uh, Talked about uh, experience and tradition. Yeah. Um, and this week is, week two is, if God is Trinity and Jesus is the face of God, then it is a benevolent universe. God is not someone to be afraid of, but is the ground of being and on our side. So, what do you got? Kick, um, kick us off. Well, I think I think we need to start with where Christianity has failed in its image of God. <laughs> Um, it's about a nine podcast. Uh, yeah, it, very simply the <laughs> series. The, let me tell you all the ways you failed. Uh, very simply, the Christian image of God is still pagan. 
Yeah, absolutely. 100%. 100%. It's just Zeus. Yeah. It's Zeus on a throne. Yeah. It's a monarch on a throne. Yeah. Like, waiting for you to screw up so he can zap you with lightning bolts. Like, that, yep. that is literally, for all the Christianity's talk about worshiping God, yeah, it's absolutely. literally it's literally a pagan deity that yep. they, 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 they were essentially worship. Um, and I think with the Trinity, I think we get caught up in trying to sort of understand the metaphysics of it. Yeah. Like, like how does it work? Uh, who, who does what? Like who's who has what job? You know, like um, how does the relationship work? What does it mean? You know, for what happened on the cross at the resurrection? Like we kind of get caught up in the the nuts and bolts of yes. trying to figure it out. Um, you know, how can a, a quote unquote being be simultaneously three distinct personalities and one complete entity? Like, right. How is it not three gods? Because I <laughs> yeah. See, I knew you were going to say that. No, I mean, I yeah. I, I mean, I sat through just so many boring theological classes about this in Bible college and never understood it. And I, th- I think we do have to talk about what do we mean by Trinity? <clears throat> yes. Like, what is that in order to define this at all. And I think that what you have to really understand what the, the way to define Trinity is just relationship energy and relationship. Yeah. Like I think there's a number of ways you can describe Richard Rohr does an excellent job in divine dance. Great book. But I, he describes a, um, uh, it's a icon, like a painting. Yeah. From, I don't, I don't know. It's been for a yeah. long time ago. Anyway, I have the icon. I found a cop. I found one. Oh, did And you? it's in my dining room. Nice. And it's three people sitting around a table, and there's one empty spot. And the symbolism is that you've got Father, Son, Holy Spirit as a relationship. Yeah. As a three-in-one relationship, energy in relationship, whatever you want to call it. And they've left the spot for us. Yeah. Like, the extra spot is for us. So, Richard Rowe talks about us being the fourth member of the Trinity. Exactly. Yeah. Like... So, I think if the word, I, I think for a lot of people, go ahead and dig in, Lenny. They're all really good, um, super salty. But I think I think for a lot of people, we all for people especially that grew up in the church, you hear the word Trinity you automatically get kind of itchy. Like, yeah, I don't think you have to get itchy. Well, I want to, let me say this real quick before you. I, those questions I said before, those are fine from a philosophical point of view, but I think they're the wrong questions. Right for for explaining what it means, like to why does that matter? Why does any of that matter? Yeah, that's my so, question. Why does it matter? Right, exactly. Why does any of that matter? You know, I mean, you you, you talked about the the energy and relationship, yeah. or you know, Roar talks about it being a dance. He talks about it being a flow, uh, something we enter into. It's a community of endless giving and love. Like it's just this inner. I mean, the the you know the diagram of the atom we have is almost like a pretty good representation. Yep. It's you know a proton electron neutron all right. in a relationship. Yeah, I mean that that's a fairly decent and it it really does look like a dance if you look at it. Like, yeah, I mean for the I mean you could really you could really talk about the Trinity in scientific terms as far as yeah. energy and relationship and atom like yeah all these things working together to uh-huh. hold the world together to make life and all this stuff like. I think I think what it what I how I've come to understand it is on sort of the other side of deconstruction is that um just energy and relationship. Like that's mm-hmm. because I 
if you don't believe in God, it doesn't do any good to go, well, or he's a father and he's a son. Right. A yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just, blah, blah, blah. it's just, you might as well just, but I think, I think you can, I think it's, I think a trend, the Trinity, I see it as just the religious language, spiritual language for a scientific reality. Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, absolutely. You're, you're, fuming over there what do you know i just man it just is uh i so, knew this was, i knew this would be a hard one for you yeah the trinity i don't give a shit about it. i'll just be real honest i liked richard Dorr's book it was great yeah don't give a shit don't give a fuck is what hey I mean. my both of my boys are down here could you like just Sorry, tame Jim. it down a little bit yeah. there buddy this, yeah. these aren't your kids i didn't hear him <laughs> i didn't hear jude i i, no. I mean I I, think, for, for, but let, if you're gonna ask my opinion let me let me give it okay yeah, um I just, it's such a finite way to uh, explain a limitless thing. So I, I get the relationship. I feel like to, to say God only works in three different ways is uh, small-minded. I would I never, think, and I would never say that. I don't think you do believe that. I don't but think I'm that's saying, what the Trinity even says. No. Okay. I think that's how we were taught it. But, but, it's, but it seems like yeah. it's uh, um, basic building blocks for, for Bible school. I mean, honestly, I, it, it's not something that's even in in the Bible per se. The, the idea of Trinity isn't even in the Bible. Um, yeah, it, it took a couple centuries to get around to that. And, and, and I, I think it's it's just so besides the point, at least for me, in the, in in who God is and what God does. And I think the second half of this paragraph is something that I find more meaning in than yeah, right. Than in which we can get in to the, the tr- well, and, and I, yeah, yeah. And I think that so I'm just biting I, I my think tongue when, we get there. Well, no, and I think when Roar talks about being flow. Something to enter into a dance, like I think those are terms that are are better for what is actually going on. Um, you know, Paul. I mean, if you think about it in terms of flow or a dance or a community, you know, when Paul says um, he uses the term "in the spirit" all the time, I think that's what he means. I think you're in the flow, you're in that, you're in that dance when you're living in a certain way, like you're living a certain reality. You're in that flow, and he just uses the term "in the spirit." Yeah. Um, when he says in Acts, in him we live and move and have our being. Like that, that's literally just being in the flow of whatever God is, whatever the Trinity is, you're just, you're in the midst of that living. Well, and, that. Then he, and then when Paul says, you know, Christ or the Christ is all and is in all, hey man, this is just energy flowing through everybody, yep. flowing through all things. And you either are like aware of that or you're not. And yeah. that's the only difference. Like yeah. it doesn't. Like if you're not aware of that, it doesn't mean that the flow stops. It just means you're not aware of the flow. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And, you know what I thought of when I was reading this? You know, he says God is not someone to be afraid of, but is the ground of being on our side. Mm-hmm. We did not grow up. No, with a God with on an our idea side. of a God on our side. No. <clears throat> Only if we said grew the right up words. We well, we grew up with you know Jesus was on our side. Yeah. But he saved us from drunk dad. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, literally, like. You know, God was not. It's kind of amazing that we even pretended to worship God, mm-hmm. the God that we were raised with. Yeah. Like, how do you worship? So we believed terrified it very of? fervently, and we did. That I mean, terrified I know, but of? like, yeah. you know, you look back now and you're like, the that, mental gymnastics is absurd. Well, I know, I know nothing... why we did it. We did it because we were afraid. Yeah, we, we sung because we were afraid, and yeah. if we thought if we sing enough songs to, to drunk Sky Daddy, you're gonna he won't beat him. Guy. You're gonna yeah. yeah. I mean it's man. I mean it, you can. That's a that's another deep dive. Yeah. But, um, you know I the idea 
it, it, what's interesting is I had to, in a lot of ways, lose God mm-hmm. to understand God as a, the ground of being on our side. Yeah. I had to completely lose. I, I mean, I've talked about it a hundred times on the podcast. I think of, you know, when I was going through my ministry burnout, when I was in youth ministry and I looked at Mandy and said, God hates me. That was, I, yeah. I look at that now and I'm like, Oh man, that was yeah. literally the death of God. Yeah. As I understood God, that was, that was the pivot point yep. when I realized that the God I was raised with was kind of a sack of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, because absolutely. that was the, that was the final conclusion. Mm-hmm. I've given my life to this God and I'm being utterly fucked. And so if this is the, if this is God, that God sucks. Yep. And that was sort of the, the death of God for me, like in a lot of ways. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't look at it. I didn't see it that way at the time, but looking back, I'm like, that's exactly what was happening. And it took me losing that mm-hmm. to then rebuild and go, I mean, over the, uh, this was a process of years. Yeah, like, oh, God yeah. is not dead. He's surely alive. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. He's, he's living roaring like a lion. He's roaring on, is he roaring, roaring like, like a lion? lion. Yeah. yeah. Like Aslan, um, like Liam Neeson. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, I will find you and I will kill you. Um, I have a specific set of skills, (laughs) but you know, that, that whole idea, what, what I, what I was, I was thinking about this the other day when I was meditating this whole subject and what I think it comes down to is this may be, this might be a tangent. I don't know if it is. Who gives a shit? It's our podcast, but like, do you believe that the universe is, and this is, I don't think you need God for this. Yeah. Do you believe that the universe is one of abundance or scarcity? Yeah. Do you believe that the universe is inherently good or inherently chaotic and bad? My biggest problem with the reason that personally, understand I'm saying this personally, I'm not attacking anybody here. Personally, why I can't get on board with a purely materialist worldview is that I think that it can it just leads personally to the idea that the universe is just chaos and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Does that make sense? Well, I've got several things on that. Yeah, I don't, do and that I don't. Now. And once again, that's, but I th- that's I think that's a reflection of yourself. Absolutely, you're that's what on I'm saying. World. No, no, that's what I'm saying. And, and I honestly think that it's not even just a reflection of yourself; that it's a reflection of your upbringing. To well, that's to, what we talked about last week. We speak out of our own experience, yeah. right? Yeah, but but I I, I don't think it's. But I've man, I've read stuff. But I mean, that's that. You know, I reading like Nietzsche and stuff. I'm like, this guy's a this guy's fucking miserable. But not like, everybody's Nietzsche. No, I know that. Like. I'm just saying that, that that Nietzsche was like sort of in, in a lot of ways, not purely, but in a lot of ways, the father of kind of a very materialist view of the universe. And the dude just, I mean, call it true, call it untrue, whatever. But the dude just didn't seem to have a yeah. whole lot of joy. From what I've read of him, like yeah. he seemed like a fairly miserable piece of shit. Like for so, sure, I think that that's that's absolutely fair. So I, you know, I, that's why personally I can't get behind a purely materialist view. That's not judging anybody that has that view. And I'm yeah, sure there's but people. That's, that's your bent based on your uh, your past and your experiences and you know the upbringing you have to view yourself as somebody who's a wretch. You know, and I think if you if you take some of that out, you can have I truly believe the meaning that you give is or the meaning you assign is the meaning that's there. It's just as valid and just as valuable as as the meaning 
of some as if somebody had laid it on your lap. Right. Um, and, and you get to decide um, whether or not it has value or not. You know, so so for you to say uh, it's meaningless uh, for them, it's it, it's it's a it's a warped way to view the world. Right. And I just don't buy it. I mean, you can it, you get to decide. You you totally get to decide. Right. It's your you choice. You get to decide, but your worldview is going to determine how you view everything. And so, Absolutely. if you view the world as if you view the universe as against you, that's going to affect. No, but that's not what he's saying. He's not saying the the world is against you. He's saying that that there's not some underlying ground of being. Yeah, I. That's like I said. This is this is. I'm speaking for myself. Yeah. I'm not speaking for anybody else. I'm not. I know people with a materialist worldview that are very joyful people. Yeah. I also know people with a materialist materialist worldview that are pieces of shit. Yeah. I also know vice versa yeah. and vice, yeah, versa. vice versa. Like. Yeah. So, but, but I think all that comes down to is what that comes down to is, is, is the universe or God, whatever language you want to give to it good or in, in is, in is this, is, is the love of God truly infinite? I've been listening to a lot of, I've been listening to because what you said right there about the different perspectives and the different conclusions is that. It is just what I said. It is they choose. Christians can be miserable and they can be full of life. Atheists can be miserable and they can be full of life. It is ultimately their choice. Right. No, I agree. But what I'm saying is the, the choice that's made there is do I view the world? Do I see the world as inherently good? The universe is or God as inherently good or inherently against us and bad or chaotic or whatever language you want to use. And I think personally, I, when I was growing up, I, I never would have said this. I think I viewed, I think God was in or the universe was inherently bad. Yeah. You know, call it original. I mean, the idea of original sin is so fucked up. Like we're absolutely taught that, that we come into, and and, and what's funny is in our quote, non-denominational denomination, we're all born sinners. We were never like the idea of quote, original sin was like poo pooed because it was a Catholic thing. We totally believed in original. Yeah, we absolutely did. Like we just didn't call it that because that's what the dirty Catholics called it. So, but that's exactly how we viewed the world was we never, (laughs) We viewed the world from a Genesis three. Oh yeah, and not a yeah. Genesis. Oh one yeah, and two. where the story like, began there instead of Genesis one. The story begins with the fall, and it's like no, no, no. Like, and that's something that I honestly reading Richard Rohr has helped me with over the years. Is he was like no, no, no. It's like original blessing. Yeah, and I, I have like, some is in the world. The universe is inherently good. Like, yes, we have, <clears throat> excuse me, unlimited capacity to fuck it up. Yeah, and people do. But that doesn't make it inherently bad. Well, I have thoughts on the benevolent universe and on when Go terrible ahead. shit happens. Say vanilla or benevolent. Okay. Um, you know, it, if the gospel and I and I know that term makes people itchy, whatever. But if 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 the universe isn't heading towards a hopeful trajectory, if history isn't headed towards a hopeful trajectory, then it's hard. I feel like it's hard to heal individual people. If you believe the whole thing's going to hell in a handbasket, like, you know, what's the fucking point? Like our mom. What? Why? Why work on yourself? Why <laughs> yeah. work on? 
If it's all going to burn, why work on yourself? Why work on the? Why save the planet? Why? Because it's the right thing to do. No. But, but yeah. Yeah. No. Yes. Yes. Because it's relax, the right thing to let do. Let me finish. No. Relax. No, no, no. no. Let him finish. Okay. Let him finish. I'm asking. I'm just asking rhetorical questions here. I'm answering them. The rhetorical, Michael. <laughs> Keep going. You, if if you if you don't believe in a benevolent universe. And I think it's, this is why it's so crucial is because if you don't if you don't believe in a benevolent universe, there's no point in working on yourself if it's all going to burn. If you believe it's all going to burn, then why fucking worry about anybody else? And I think that's where a lot of the church is right now. They don't believe in a benevolent universe. No. And so they don't give a shit if they think they're going to get rescued and, and taken off the planet. They don't give a shit. There's no point in bringing healing with, to anybody. You know, we're, we're telling individual people. You know, I'm mean, looking at it from a Christian perspective. We're we're telling individual people to be hopeful, while we're while we're literally damning everything in sight. Yeah, and everyone in sight. Right. Like there, it's, that it's isn't a, like exactly like us. Exactly. It's yeah. it's a counterproductive yeah. message. Like it's it's a it's a contradictory message. Well, and you see, I think by and large, our culture is one of that sees the universe as a universe of scarcity. So. Once again, this might be a tangent, but I don't get. I don't really care. You know, you see the the tax cuts for the rich. Yep. Why does that happen? Because they're like, well, there's a finite amount of shit, and I'm going to get all I can. Yeah. Before I fuck off of this mm-hmm. planet. But e- you don't have to be rich to have that viewpoint. There are some. There are poor people that have that viewpoint too. That it's one of scarcity. So there are poor people. Once again, not all, but that steal that manipulate to try to get anything they can to yeah. whatever like that's also a, a one of scarcity like and i get it like mm-hmm. that's i'm that's, rich that's, people to do the same thing that's what i mean that's, that's what, what i'm what saying said, that's yeah. what i said like the rich people like the tax the rich tax cuts for the wealthy the fact that like jeff bezos won't pay his people like a like he doesn't pay any taxes i'm like jesus christ dude you're worth like a trillion dollars yeah. this is insane like yeah that's a that is operating from a view of the universe is one of scarcity and I was thinking about in the Gospels the story of the the widow that Jesus is in the temple. The widow comes and he's he's watching people put their offering in yeah. at the temple, and rich people come in and they put in a shitload of money, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really cost them anything. And the widow comes in and she gives basically everything she has, and he says, "This person, yeah, she gets it." Yeah. So the way we've always interpreted that is. Oh, just, you know, you give everything you can give and all. No, no, no. Like, that's, to that's, the just, the, fund. that's just the surface reading yeah. of it. Like, what Jesus is really praising there is a, a viewpoint of the universe of the, the widow understood that this, there, we live in an abundant universe. Yeah. That it, resources are not totally scarce. Like, God is good. God will take care of me. I'm going to give and give joyfully because this is universe is one of abundance, yeah. not of scarcity. The universe is inherently good, not inherently bad. Yeah. Whereas the rich were just giving money out of obligation because it didn't cost them shit. They could have given so much more, but they were like, I'm going to keep hoarding this. That's the, that's the, the, what's behind the curtain of that story. Yeah. That's what Jesus is actually saying or what the gospel writers are actually saying there. The universe is one, it's good and it's one of abundance. And I, you know, like we said, growing up, we didn't believe that. And I'm not sure there's some, there's some days I'm not sure I believe that. Oh yeah. I mean, it's easy not to, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like I think of my better days. I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, but 
I, you know, there's a yeah. lot of days where I'm not sure that that actually clicks well, and, with me. And if the universe isn't benevolent, and if it's not moving in a hopeful trajectory, was it Martin Luther King said the universe bends towards justice? Right. I mean, if it's not heading in a hopeful trajectory, then all of the suffering and pain that we do have to endure, I feel like is, is almost for naught, because it, it really serves no ultimate purpose, because in a in a... In an uncaring universe, change and growth is ultimately meaningless. Like, yeah. there's no really, I don't know how to say it. There's no really, um, I don't know, there's just no meaning to it. There's yeah. no reason for it. Yeah. If it's all going to burn and it's all, if, if everything's against you, then what's the point of even trying? I got news for you. It is all going to burn. This world is going to end. I Okay, I know, but. I w- w- I understand. So, so what I would say is I agree with you with what you're saying. The only thing that I would disagree with is that it's already decided. What I would say is what's it's already a, decided that, that, that the earth, the, the earth leans in one direction, that the, the fate or whatever uh, leans in, in a good or bad. I would say we can see what it has been and we can hope for what it, what it will be. But until we decide right here and there, right right now, here and now, it doesn't matter. And, and, and unless you make the active steps to live in that decision that you've made, it doesn't fucking no, I, matter. I, I would agree with that 100%. I think it's, it's weird. It's, it's I think not it, decided. We no, are deciding. I, know, I, don't, I, think, I think we're saying yeah, very I, similar I, That's things. what I'm saying. Like, I agree with you, but not to the extent of it's something that uh, that already exists that we have to jump into, but something that we have to create. And see, I think it is something we have to jump into. I would say, but it's the act of jumping into it that you are actually creating it. It's it's a mindset, I yes. Mean, I think that's... I think that's it's I think, semantics at this point. It's semantics. I think that's the, uh, the view of somebody who believes in divinity and somebody who doesn't. But I, I don't think... I, I, think, but I, think can, the, I think the ends are the same. I think the end product is the same, and that's what's good. Like... I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think we can make a lot of shitty decisions that pick, take us down the alter, the, the alternate reality of what you're suggesting. I think we can make a lot of shitty choices that lead to darkness, that lead to, to more dark. Than but that light. doesn't change the the trajectory of the universe as as it has been, but not necessarily as it will be. No, I think the trajectory. I think so you think the, it's I already think the, predetermined? I don't think it's predetermined. I think the trajectory of the universe is is going to bend towards justice. It doesn't mean that we don't take. The last four, three years with Donald Trump have been a huge step backwards for humanity. I mean, you can, that's So obvious. you don't think there's anything we can do to, to affect the scales of where we're headed? No. Okay. No, I don't. I, I think, I think that. I think you're absolutely delusional though. And, and I, I'm, I just, I think there has to be a decision that has to be made at every generation. Every person has to make that choice to live in. What you're choosing to do is to live in that flow of that of that reality. I know, but you have to understand there's an alternate flow that they can live in that takes them in a different direction. It doesn't change the flow. It just means you're not in it. Yeah. I mean, it... it I think you're I, in a different God, flow. I think you're, you're in both, a different flow. I think you're both saying the same thing. I think you can... Yeah, yeah. I don't it, think it, you're it, in a different semantics. flow. I think you're swimming upstream. I think we're... Well, there's eh, a... Di- like, that's... It's pretty easy to make some shitty decisions. I know, But what I'm saying is those decisions don't change the flow of the entire whole. I think a lot of decisions m- make the the main flow. No, I disagree with that. 
but what evidence do you have? Either way. What evidence do you have? Either way. I mean, look at our president. That's what I'm saying, but it doesn't change the fact that everything is headed in a forward trajectory. You don't go backwards. I, but, but what I'm saying you go is forwards. we have to choose that choice. We have to make that choice. Okay, and by making, what I'm saying is by making that choice, you're stepping into the flow, the universal flow. The trajectory. Yeah, I understand that. But I'm saying that if it stopped today, it would be because we all made a choice. I'm saying it can't stop. Okay. I'm saying the universe it does not stop. Sounds it's, a lot like predestination. Maybe that's what they meant by predestination. And maybe though. it is. Like okay. that it wasn't that, I mean, because I think when the church talks about predestination, it talks about is that you have no choice. There, I don't no, think that's, I don't think that's the, the, the reality. I think the reality is if you look at, I mean, just look at our culture, but, the, but despite the, what it might look like, progress is being made. Like, People that are seeing, once you see, you don't unsee, and more and more people are seeing. And the, that, prob- the problem I have with that thought process is it's really fucking easy to be passive. And it's I think really, it can, no, it's no, not. It's really, passive, fucking, it's really fucking passive, easy to get not, on a No, I agree with you. I think it, down that river. I agree if you're I passive, you can be passive, but if you're truly in the flow, you're not going to be passive. I agree. That's what I'm saying. Like, and so what I think you're saying the same shit. Like, you oh, guys are for sure. I'm saying, over, I think we you guys are talking over each other. I think like, we I believe the same thing. Yes. Ultimately. But at the same time, it's the where we're coming at that I, I totally disagree with. I, I think, I think you have, you have, it's totally up to you on a personal level. You're talking about a grand scale. I'm talking about a personal level and I'm talking without, about both without the personal what do you mean? I'm talking about what? there's there's So a gr- if somebody gets fucking cancer, man, then they're just not living in the flow? That's not even remotely what I'm saying. If if somebody makes a lot of bad shitty choices and they end up a meth head, that's because they're not living in the, I mean I mean there there is a choice. That's different than cancer. But yeah, that's different than cancer. Like But but it it is dan- it, it is what, what I'm saying is there are choices. There are shit, shit that can happen that can take you out of a positive uh, into a negative. Shit does happen, whether you choose it or it doesn't or it chooses you. There are things that you can do it. And, and you can't say that it's all just all positive and all rainbows. I never said it was all positive no, or all rainbows. Nobody's you're not even remotely, so you're not really okay. understanding what all I'm right. saying. That's fine. Well, that was fun. No, so what do you say? Like, so I, I don't know how else to say it. I mean... I think there is a great I think there is an overarching flow to the universe and you either step into it with your choices or you step away from it with your choices. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally all I've been fucking saying the entire time. Yeah, but but I would say that that it's not predetermined. That's what I would say. Nobody's saying Nobody's predetermined. Saying, I never he, once he just said replay the tape back. Like he'd said that it is predetermined. It, I never is, once said predetermined. It, it, you said going, that for it's, me. It's a trajectory. Now you said there was a trajectory and you can't stop the trajectory. That means predetermined. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. If you can't stop the trajectory, if it's already going to happen, there's nothing Not you can to do to you to specifically. It. I'm talking about the overall flow. There's one giant fucking river is what I'm saying. And you can stay in that or swim or against it or jump out or get out or whatever. Or whatever. Like, or whatever. And that's what we're saying. But that is flow, the that river like, does. You can't stop the Mississippi River any more than you can stop anything. I did actually see an article this week oh, about God, Mississippi man. River and how it changes. Helpful that. I know. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> what I'm saying is the universe is 
one giant flow heading in one fucking direction. The universe Here's, is linear. I think the universe is I know, but we choose linear. that. We as a collective no, choose that. I'm saying... You're bringing it to an individual level. I'm telling you there's an overarching yeah. flow that individuals choose to either jump into, but you, swim against... Individuals, yes. So here... <laughs> Since you guys are just going to bark at each other and talk over each other, even though you're completely agreeing, which is hilarious, I here's how Richard Rohr was describing this. I've been listening to his homilies, and what he's been doing recently is he's been talking about, and this might make some non-religious people listening itchy, and that's fine. Like, use whatever language you want. But he says, he, he says, you know, he talks about the in that God's love is infinite. Yeah. And he's like, what is, he'll say like, what is one half of infinity? And he gets the people to say infinity, infinity. like what's a third of infinity, infinity. Like you can't divide it. You can't get rid of it. And this is what Matt's saying is that let's call it the eternal, the, the infinite love of God. That's the flow. That's the stream, the infinite love of God. We can participate in that flow. Or we cannot participate in that flow. Even if we don't use that language, there's people that don't use that language that are participating in the flow. There's people that do use that language that are not participating in the flow. This is what you're saying. You're mm-hmm. talking about the eternal, yes. the, the infinite love of God as yep. a stream. Yep. What you're talking about is the ability for people to choose whether they're going to jump in that stream and ride that stream or not. For example, when you move from the center to stand with people on the margins... You're jumping into the flow, right? When you do the shadow work on yourself, yes, you're jumping into the flow. Absolutely. When you see that you're here to give yourself to something larger than yourself, so what Matt is saying is that you're let's jumping call it, in the let's flow. Let's call it the infinite. Let's call it the infinite love of okay. God. That's the stream. That or energy and relationship or Trinity, whatever fucking language works for you, atoms, whatever it is. Like you jump into that flow and you live in that that life, that force, that life force, that flow, whatever it is, that infinite love of God. And you, I, I spent most of my life swimming upstream in that, like mm-hmm. fighting it. Yep. And that what I've found is that there's a, it's, it's a paradox because the way that you participate in it, it ultimately is to stop fighting it and let go. And that what happens is when you let go, you're actually participating in that, in that flow. And then you do things to help bend the moral arc of the universe toward justice like it's a it's a participatory flow like it's it's a paradox because at once you do nothing in you but what that doing nothing causes you to go do something does that make sense yes are you asking me uh, any anybody? Yeah, it does. Fuck, yeah, anybody. it does. Yeah. Think, okay, I'm trying so, to tie together. Let me know when I can talk. I'm trying to talk to, uh, to like piece together what you both are saying because you're both agreeing, but you're completely- not really. I mean, but here's the thing. Let's let's talk about Greta Thunberg. You know, if we're really talking about the world and and, and the collective consciousness, yes. we are fucking destroying Absolutely. this earth. We are destroying this earth. We are all making a choice, collectively making a choice to de- towards destruction. Correct. So if you're going to tell me that we're all making t- towards rainbows and sunshine, that's bullshit. We're no, destroying that's not this rainbows earth. Michael, and sunshine. That's, that's not, not what we're saying. saying what I'm all. saying is but, a person. But what I'm saying is what? it doesn't mean shit. All these theories, all the things we're talking about don't mean shit. I disagree. Unless we change and live in it. But what I'm I, I agree with that. What I'm saying is a person like Greta Thunberg is in that flow. 
Exactly. She has, that's right. And but we a, as a collective are not. But there are more and more people. But that doesn't change the fact that the flow is there. All it means is that there are people that are in it and people that are not, that are swimming upstream or letting... Exactly. Not- that's what I'm saying. You have to do something about it for it to do anything. That's what we've been saying, Michael. What Are you not paying attention? That's exactly what we're saying. Okay. You're saying, I think you're saying that you could stop the flow of the I'm river. saying we are stopping the flow no, of the river. No, that's I don't agree with that's that. A you don't think the, that's a nihilistic you don't think view of the, the universe. You don't think the industrial revolution That's a nihilistic did view anything? of the universe. No, fuck you. But you're wrong. Industri- no, it's not right. The, but the industrial level revolution also brought us really good medicine to keep people alive longer. To say that you can, stop, you can stop the arc of the universe, is, is that's just nihilism. No, it's not nihilism. Yeah, it is. I'm kind saying it's actually no. Is. It's not. I'm not saying it's useless. I'm not saying it's useless. I'm not saying it's hopeless. You're saying I'm by saying somebody we not have act- to choose hope. We have to choose hope. Is what I'm saying. It's a choice. But you're saying if we don't choose hope or we don't choose to live in that flow, then we stop the flow. As as a collective, yes. If everyone decides to 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 light it up and you know burn all their trash and everything. Yes, we are stopping the flow. This world will and can end. You're talking about the world. I'm talking about the the arc of the universe. I'm not talking about the world. Okay, so when we're all dead, let's talk about that then. Is that what you're saying? I mean, it, it means nothing if we're dead. Right? I don't know anymore. I don't know. I, I don't know what you're even saying. I don't anymore. even know what you're saying like, at That's this point. fine. That's fine. You know, I, I just feel like we're talking. It's a pretty nihilistic view of the universe. No, honestly. no, no. Yeah, don't really put that on is. me. No, don't put that on me. You've don't put label stuff on me. me the entire What night. have I put on you? That it's all sunshine and rainbows and that's predestination. I've but, never but said any you, of those but things. Well, you have said that there's nothing we can do to control the positive bent of the world. Exactly. There's I would not. say we. Okay. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I don't either. I mean, I. What you're talking about is it's, is... it's not nihilism. It's not nihilism. It's, absolute, it's a choice. Definition of it's nihilism. a choice. No, no, no. You're taking the absolute worst aspect of what I'm saying. I'm saying it's a choice that we have to live in. Yeah, that's what we've been saying the entire time. I'm just saying... But you're, I don't agree that you can stop it by not living in it. So then it's not a choice. If we can't stop it, it's not a choice. Right? No. So it is a choice... But you, we you can't choose stop to it. live in the flow, or you don't. You can't stop. Can you stop the Mississippi River? How many people would yes. it take to stop that? You can stop Dozens. the Mississippi River with uh, plenty, plenty of pollution. Yes, we can. When the world ends, I'm, it will I'm be dead. Done. I got nothing else. <laughs> Whatever. I, I don't. Uh, I I mean, if you guys want me to be honest on this podcast, no, and that's I'll be fine. That's I'm, fine. I'm, I'm I just gonna, I just completely disagree with. And you. that's fine. We have. I don't to even have know if I disagree with you because I'm not sure that. I feel like we're. I feel like you're misunderstanding what we're saying. No, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't think you honestly do, man. I really no, don't. I don't think you understand what I'm saying because you're saying it's a choice, but you can't change it. No, we're not saying anything about change. We're saying that. That's what we just talked about. Are you not listening? God. (laughs) I don't know. Okay. I'll just go back to being quiet. No, it's fine. I I don't dismiss your thoughts. I'm just trying to like, I'm trying to figure out how like we actually agree. Because I think we agree on 99% of what's being said. But there's some weird 1% and I'm not even sure what the 1% is we disagree with. Because I don't. I don't view what we're saying as what you say we're saying. 
<laughs> Does that make sense? All, all, all I'm saying is that it's a choice we have to live in, and and if we don't choose the right, make the right choice, then it's all for nothing. It's all bullshit. It's all. It, it will all be death and destruction. I mean, maybe. I mean, that's the thing. Like, we don't. For one, we don't know. That's. I think part of what's happening is we don't have any idea what happens when we leave this earth. We have no clue. Nobody does. Okay. Like I would like to think that something lives on whatever that something is like. And I, I want to feel like I want to believe that what I'm doing now has some bearing on, you know what I mean? Like that is some, in some way, some training for something else, whatever that something, whether it's, recycling reincarnation some I whatever I, I don't know but like I I just I don't I don't know where we're disagreeing I really don't there, like and I, I would say that from the from the from the jump um the fact that you landed on me being a nihilist is a reflection of how you feel about how you need to be right in this situation no I don't think so eh. I I don't, I don't have to be right. I don't care. Like if you, you can live however you but, want but, to but live. But here's like, the thing. I don't believe that that's a nihilistic point of view. You're taking it to the extreme because you want to believe that's the worst. Because you believe if, if, if we don't live in this, then, you know, I don't know what you believe. Who knows? Who fucking knows? I, I, I felt like, I feel like if we if don't believe If 7 billion it, people chose to live out of the flow... Sure, it would mess things That's up. That's what I'm talking about. It's all a choice. Seven billion choices. Whatever. I don't care anymore. I don't know. I don't even know any what to say anymore. So I just feel like we're going to talk over each other for the rest of the time. So I we can, let's just move on to the second half. The David Bentley Hart said the end toward which God acts must be his own goodness for he is himself the beginning and end of all things. So so if God is, you know, the Bible says God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yesterday, today, and forever. If that's true, the universe is good because it began with the proclamation it is good. It began in Genesis 1, like we said earlier. I mean, that's what and it, and it, talks and it will end, And, it, and it's yeah. going to end that way, too. Everything in between is goodness. It begins in goodness, ends in goodness. If God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, then it, it is good all the way through. That's the flow I'm talking about. Right. Regardless, God doesn't change. I think part of the problem is I don't see. I there's a difference between what you're what you're talking about with flow and the arc of the more, of the universe bending towards more out like whatever that quote is from Martin Luther King. Yeah. Like bending, to, bending towards justice. I think those are two different things. I re, I really do. Like I I think. I think that what Martin Luther King was getting at was that in his mind, he believed that the, that people were inherently good and that people would eventually lead to, and, th and this may be a completely naive thought. I don't know, maybe, but I think what he was talking about was that as you look at history, the, the data, I mean, it's despite what we see every day on social media and the news and everything else, the world actually is getting better. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Like, yeah, I agree. And I think, I mean, the data just bears that out. There's, there's less war. 
there's less. We just hear about literally every person. Because it's, it's on every cells, Every right? person that's been killed today in the world, we hear about it. Like, yeah. for whatever reason. But, there is still shit. Like, the, select, yes, the, the sex trade is, is pretty. It, of course pretty it is. No, there's terrible course, shit. Of, yeah. Terrible, terrible yes. shit happening. That is, it's not dismissive to say that the yeah. world is getting better. It, that's just data. Like the data speaks for itself. It actually is there. I mean, I've read stuff by like atheist writers that are like the world is like demonstrably, by, getting demonstrably better. getting better. Than I, think, it. I feel like you're, you're saying that at me. Like no, I, no, I disagree. Saying, I don't disagree. I'm not no. saying anything okay. at you at all. Like I'm not okay. saying anything at you. At okay. All. I'm just saying like, that's demonstrably. Be- so the, the, the arc of the moral universe, I think does bend toward justice. Like, but that there, we do have to participate in that, like you're saying. Like, yes, there is a choice. There's, that's what I'm saying too. I know that's yeah. what I'm fucking saying. I'm as a nine. I'm sitting here <laughs> going, laughing. "You're fucking agreeing. Stop fucking yelling at each other." Like, you're agreeing. I just think that, like, I don't know where I don't know where the connection is getting lost because I really do feel like we are actually agreeing on almost everything here. Like that, there is a choice to be made. Where, but that, I think that ultimately that choice is, you can probably boil it down to, is the universe good or not? Yeah. And when you, when you look at the universe as inherently good, I think you can, that, yes, you can probably go, I'd be dismissive and be like, I'm not going to do anything. But I I think if you do that, I don't know that you've actually truly believed. No. In the goodness of the universe. Because when you do what, when you're in quote in that flow, yeah. What you then do is you try to bring more people into that flow. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yes. No. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. we. I, I think once again, I think we, I think we really agree on pretty much everything. I just feel like there's some semantics that we're getting completely ass backwards. Probably. There. Like that. What we're arguing about is actually just words and not concept i think the concept we all are like yeah there's a choice like i mean call it heaven and hell i mean yeah we choose it every day if you want to use that we by our actions use the language of flow and not flow yeah it's it's all the same shit you're all you're talking about the same thing you're just using different language to describe it yes no i mean i yeah, I, I I would agree that there is a flow and you can jump into it, and uh, there is another flow that goes the opposite direction um, that you can jump into as well, and or call it swim upstream, or call it whatever, whatever you want. See, call I it. would call that not an opposite flow. I think there's one flow, but I think you can swim against it. That's what I'm saying. Like, but it's it's it, once again that's semantics. It's 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 the same conclusion either way. I think personally there's some effort me, in swimming against it more than personally for me. It makes it makes more sense to think of it as swimming upstream. For you, it makes more sense to say there's a completely opposite stream that you're swimming. The, 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 and and I'm saying it, it does make more sense for me to swim right, upstream. That's what I'm saying. It's it's semantics, but the conclusion is the fucking same. You're choosing. Do you think? Do you think evil? Our, uh, you're choosing hell. You're choosing heaven. You're choo- whatever. Yeah, it's a choice. Yeah. It's a choice. It's, so there. The again, only thing I disagree with is that it can't be stopped. That's the only thing I, I disagree with. And I, can, wonder if, I wonder if our views of God have something to do with that. Sure it does. Because I think absolutely. our views of God are completely different. Yeah, absolutely. Different. Absolutely. And, and I would say, I would go even further and say that your former views of God have a lot to do with it as well. 
Yeah, I don't know about that uh, because about I've that. pretty much torn down. I've, I've gotten rid of the vast yeah. majority of I mean, them. I, I would disagree The language with may that. be the same, but and even the language isn't necessarily the same. But, but according but. to our episode last week, our former selves shape who we are now. Oh, sure. No, yeah, I don't disagree That's what I'm saying. In it's, some ways, it's... It, it's, it's definitely tainted. It shapes there. it in that it's building blocks. I mean... Yeah, yeah. I see, but I've I've also gotten rid of a lot of those blocks. I've kept some stuff that's useful to me. Yeah, but you're I've still hanging on to a lot of it, for sure. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But and it shapes who you are now. And I'm just saying that that's there, that it does shape where you're at with. But then this. I could also say that your view is a reaction to what you grew up with, for sure. But but I I would say, honestly, it's a reaction. I feel as though my reaction is is a reaction beyond that reaction. Honestly. Is how I feel about it, um, and, and it's 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 not that there is a stream so much as there is a lake, and we're pushing the water whatever way we want it to go. If that makes any it, kind of it sense, it makes sense. And, and once again, the 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 conclusion is the same. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's just it's it's it, what we're what we're fighting about is metaphors. It's yeah. just we're fighting about fucking metaphors. How yeah. useless is that? Yeah. Like, I, I would just say, yeah, yeah. And just yeah, for yeah. the so, record, and just for the record, I'm not mad at like Michael. Well, I think you were kind of mad at Michael, and I think he was kind of mad at both of us, and that's fine. No, I think we we're just. You know, it's I, fine. Mad is fine. It's I fine. Just, I think we we all just want to be understood. Yeah. I'm not. I don't. I mean, there's nothing. <laughs> Beth. <laughs> Beth, with her giant. Beth is like, get the fuck out of my house, all of you. Oh, Even gosh. Matt, get out of my house. Um, um, I, but I. I don't. I don't look down on how you're viewing things. I'm just. Oh, I don't care if you do. But honestly. I think. I think what what we. Once again, only the only thing that matters in any of this discussion is that we're all coming to the same conclusion, and we are. Just don't be a dick. It, exactly. Like. Exactly. That's honestly. That's see. The conclusion. I, I feel that's an over oversimplification of the. Matter. No, I feel like that is on point. <laughs> it's definitely on point. I will agree with Michael on that one hundred percent. Uh, but uh, you know, I think we're just uh, we're arguing over metaphors when actually all we believe the exact same thing. Yeah. In that we choose each day whether we're going to be in that flow or swim upstream or be in the different flow or in the different part of the lake, whatever the fuck is useful to you. The only thing we disagree about is whether or not you can stop it or not. Right. That's that's where we're at. And once again, I don't think any of that matters because there again, if you're living in it, it's probably, it it's, probably a, it's probably a metaphysical discussion. Is yeah, what sure we're talking it is. about. But it doesn't it doesn't ultimately matter. Can we talk about Jesus for a minute? Sure. Her? You want yes. to or do you just want to move on? No, go ahead. Because I mean part of that is that Jesus is the face of God, then it's a benevolent universe. I mean, I think that that I think I I don't know where you guys are. Um, I like Jesus. <laughs> He's my BFF. <laughs> We're besties. We have brunch on Tuesdays. I mean, I think he disagrees with your thoughts on the flow, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think and I think he's, he's you make him really sad. Sometimes. At risk of upsetting Michael, uh, Jesus. Is, I think Jesus is showing what the dance looks like. I mean, I think that. I, yeah, I think. I, well, Jesus is. I just imagine Jesus break dancing. But I think what's what's. You know, what we understood as Jesus is the, quote, God-man, what is actually being said by the, by the gospel writers is that Jesus is what humanity looks like when you yeah. merge the human matter and, and spirit, yeah. human and divine, yeah. whatever. Like, and we all have that. Like, we all have that ability. Yep. When you live in the, in the unification of, I, I think I posted, was it in the mindfulness group this week? 
I was meditating this week and I thought about yeah, the idea that was a good of thought, like, man. that maybe what death and resurrection actually, what what's actually being pointed to there is the, let me, let me just going to go to it now. Yeah. I was I actually trying to get there myself. What I, what I put, <laughs> but um, let me, let me find it. I got it. Uh, oh, I was thinking, okay, this is what I said. I was thinking about death and resurrection today and had a thought I wanted to run by you. What if to die to yourself means to die to the idea that body and spirit are separate and to be resurrected to new life is to finally understand that body and spirit are one. Yeah. And I said, or maybe we could say that you are, you and God are one and that the only separateness between the two was an illusion. It's in your mind. It's in your mind. It's an illusion. And then I put follow up. Maybe this is what the writers of the gospels were trying to get across by speaking of Jesus post-resurrection ability to just sort of appear through walls. Yeah. Like people don't recognize him. Like he can just sort of appear through fucking locked doors and like, ta-da. Like maybe what they're trying to do is not a magic trick. Maybe they're not talking about a magic trick as much as they're trying to get the point across that Jesus overcame the body spirit divide. He finally woke up. Yeah. To the idea that matter and spirit are one thing. Yep, I agree. I mean, I, he's the. I mean, I think. I mean, he's what it looks like to be a fully formed, enlightened, awake, and I, free human being. I don't, you know, when I think when when the we can strip away the idea of the Messiah being a religious figure. Yeah, and I think Jesus himself, and even the gospel writers, strip that away because for the the Jews, the Messiah was a, a military. It was David. A military king. Yeah, he's a divinity. And Jesus it was is a like, nah, ruler. fuck that, I'll ride it on a donkey. Like, yeah. you know, he completely, like, blows that entire thing out of the water when he doesn't come in and start slaying Romans. He just dies. Yeah. And I think that they're trying to get the point across it that Jesus woke up. Mm-hmm. He's a Buddha. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's a means he, enlightened one. I mean... He woke up to his dharma. Like, whatever phrasing you want to use yeah he woke up mm-hmm. and well, that's I, what it looks like to look to wake up and i think that's why i think one of the greatest tragedies and i would even go so far as to say one of the greatest heresies of the organized church especially the evangelical church is the reduction of jesus to nothing more than a ritual sacrifice to to a pagan god, right? Which is fucking to, to serve our just just, just to boring. serve your own personal just salvific the needs. The most boring. It's boring because fucking there, story. there's no universal meaning. There's no universal yeah. reconciliation. The resurrection is a fucking afterthought on Easter. Uh, his teachings are reduced to a new law. His life, how he lived, who he interacted with, and who he criticized, have no consequence at all. Well, it's like the last time I went and visited our home church was on Easter, like a couple years ago, and I just went. I was like, I'll. I'll go and appease mom and dad. Well, it wasn't just to appease them. It's just like, just to just be make family. mom and dad happy. Family. Like, yeah. it's fine. Like, yeah. And just to see people, I, I don't hate the people I grew right. up with no, in no, church. No, I love people there. I, they're wonderful people. I think they're very misguided in a lot of their theology, but I think they're also really good people. Yep. And they're doing really good things. I will yeah, say that. Right. And so, so they're in the, God, flow. the you could say they're in the flow. The sermon then of the pastor that's no longer there. Michael, like, would you say that? No, I would say they're actually <laughs> opposite of not in the flow. <laughs> But the it was all bullshit. The <laughs> God, the sermon was just about how why the resurrection had to be literally true, and if it's this, like, yeah. and I was like, God, how just jerking fucking off, man. boring is that? Like, how can anybody? 
This does nothing for anyone. Nobody's out here listening to this in, in, in any way, shape, or form waking up even one iota more than they were awake yeah. more that morning. Like, just boring. Yep. That when you're talking about just, well, literally this. No, fuck off. Like, that yep. is just the lowest level of bullshit. Like, you, it's just boring. There's nothing more boring than reducing Jesus to an argument of like, Oh, well, he is a literal Jewish Messiah and he proved Isaiah. No, that yeah. is just. That's boring. God, that's just. It, it's meaningless. Yeah. It's fucking it's meaningless. It's literally it means meaningless. nothing. Would you say it's uh, nihilistic? <laughs> God damn it, Michael. No, but seriously, the way, with the nihilism thing, I do, re- I do actually resent that. It really bothers me because I feel like I'm at a point where. Um, it's not that everything is meaningless. It's I think that everything is meaningful. I think. I think what and everything matters. I think what we were calling was a nihilistic was a misrepresentation of what you were actually saying. Yes, I think absolutely. Right. I apologize. Yeah. Then I apologize yeah. for that. I definitely don't once feel like clarify, nothing matters. No, once you yeah. clarify that, that made more sense. I think. I, I think on the other side of 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 what I went through in my spiritual journey, I have found not that everything is meaningless, but everything is meaningful. Yeah. Everything, it has a purpose. Everything, and, well, and, that's, and that's why I'm I'm so adamant about the purpose and being purposeful about, uh, purpose-driven life, uh, <laughs> book, book stands now, but, but being pers- pur- <laughs> making, making the choice uh, about how you live your life and, and how important the individual choice is um, to, to, to live in that stream, if you will. Mm-hmm. So it, it Every every person does matter in that aspect, and did Michael just agree with me? <laughs> but yes <laughs> and joking, no. I know. Yes I know. and no. I, I know. And the point for me is is the choice. It's not to be stagnant. It's to make a choice and keep moving in a journey. Yeah. Um. And for me, uh, it's it's a choice. And if we don't make that choice, shit go shit goes bad. Absolutely. Oh, I, I agree. Yeah. And I. I'm I'm at the where I'm at is yeah everything is completely fucking meaningless like I'm I'm that's kind of the Ecclesiastes of like oh so you're but, the actual nihilist. no but it, you're but, the fucking nihilist but like nihilist isn't Fuck me but here's the thing like everything is completely and utterly meaningless because at one of these days we're all going to be in a casket or yeah. a fucking urn like exactly ashes like to ashes dust to dust but heard about that, Greta Thunberg. but what I'm saying is isn't that great. Yes. Like, because that makes, when you come to that. You're true, quoting my tweet. I when you come it. to that. I don't know your tweets. That's but a, any, when you're coming to that true understanding, when you come to that true understanding of no, nothing has any meaning, then that means today has all the meaning. Like, yes. Every, absolutely. Like, this is, this is where it's at. The yeah. present moment mm-hmm. is where it's at. And, and that's, that's where that's where it burns me on the nihilist shit. Is well, that's what, it's we, not, we, not an accurate okay, assessment. We apologize. We apologize. Okay. I think I'm it was a misrepresentation. I take it all back. That's right, bitch. Are we done? I I, I want to be done. done? You're just like fucking Caillou. I think... Now, see, or see, his, that's just too far. Stupid dad's friend. That's just too far. Or his dad's, or his dad's <laughs> stupid friend Beth, with his blonde beard. Beth says we're done. So uh, I think we stressed Beth out. Uh, <laughs> stressed me out. Christ. Uh, that was fun. That was good. That was a good discussion. I think I mean, it was that's, a good heated discussion. We haven't had that been. in a while. Like, yeah. And honestly, God, we literally agreed on 98% of it. Yeah. We're just just a semantic. We're just but we're coming. We're coming from different places now. I think so too. That's not been the case on the podcast since no, it started. It really like, has. Yeah, been. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I think, and, and I think, and I think that this whole series, especially for Michael, 
I think will I think it'll be more. It's going to be hard for me not to shit on everything. I think there'll be more trying to trying your. You know, and honestly, I'm kind of a. Yeah. They'd at least give a different perspective. If we're gonna, yeah, fine. if we're gonna continue to do this, you have to be okay with me saying what I need to say. Well, I'm okay with it. I, I don't think you. I don't even think you really shit on it. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, just mean, I'm, I'm going to tell you how I feel. But that's one of the things yeah. we talked about when we were going to do this series. Is I would like the per, the sort of post Christian perspective of it too, because we have a lot of listeners that are in that yeah realm, and that's great. And I'm I'm post Christian too. Yeah. I'm, but I'm not. I'm definitely not an atheist. I You're definitely just leaning think that, on the everlasting arms of God. Not really. Play the song, Michael. I'm, I don't have play the, song. the song. I don't have the song ready. You don't have it. Of leaning on the no, they actually no the fucking bumper. Whatever is next. <laughs> My God. Oh shit! I got all our feedback. Tops compete. Turned off here. Hold on. All right. We don't have any feedback, so move on to hashtags. We have five star. Oh, we got a five oh, star. Oh, do we yeah, really? Holy shit! The first time in like two months. Don't get that excited. No comment, five star. Yeah, it's pretty close to that. Meh. Meh. Five stars get red, but one star is dead to us. Only four in ten Republicans think Trump mentioned Biden in the UK crane truck call. Like, that's out there. Yeah. Like, it's not really up for debate. He did. Uh, this Jesus. is called Five Stars or Bust by Kid Brother of St. Frank 777. Apparently a Francis <laughs> fan. Okay. Um, it simply says, Test- testing this feature. What? That's it. That's what? our review. Who testing this feature. Who is it from? Kid Brother of St. Frank 777. Hey, Kid Brother of St. Frank. Yeah, thanks. May the Lord I be guess. with you. Was it five stars too? Yeah, five stars. Testing this feature. Testing says. this thing on. Yeah, Brad, I just saw your fucking thing in the pub. <laughs> Tune in for a pastor's fight. I mean, boy we kind of did. Yeah, it's boy, it's boy fights. Boy fights. <laughs> boy fights at the barbecue. All right, can I just say one thing? Here's some feedback for people in the pub. No, I don't care if you don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I don't really fucking yeah, care. You don't need to. Keep it's not a badge us. of honor. Oh, yeah, I haven't listened in a while. Uh, fuck off. Just leave. <laughs> Why the fuck are you in a fan group for a pastor's podcast <laughs> if you're not gonna fucking even listen to the podcast? I don't want your money. Fuck off. All right, go ahead. No. Okay, Michael takes a harder. I will dr- than I do. I will drink your money. Uh, uh, there we go. I'll drink your money. Just no one cares. No one cares. I do think it's funny when people like think it's a badge of honor to um, mention that they haven't listened. I haven't forever. listened because you guys offended me last week. Okay. Uh, <laughs> fuck off. Who haven't we offended at this point? I don't. You I have thousands of listeners a week. Like you're gonna offend oh, a lot yeah. of people. He's gonna play the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, just take a drink. Take a drink. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of fest is killer. Yeah, it's really good. This uh, Elijah Craig barrel strength is... Uh, oh, it's shit. It's great. It's really great. I have a new opinion of Elijah Craig now. You named your son out of him, after him yeah, retroactively? Yeah. Retroactively. I changed his middle name. Lenny Craig. Right, I do have some... Uh, <laughs> Lenny Craig and Dean. With I do Craig. have a little bit of Twitter feedback. Okay. <clears throat> nice. Right. Uh, Bobo Monkey Rage at Bobo <laughs> Monkey Rage. Okay. Uh... <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> it is good. Bobo? Bobo? I don't even know what it means, rage. but uh, I've never been a Star Wars guy at all, but Michael's insight in the spiritual side of it has me itching to go rewatch the entire series. Ayo. Yeah. Sweet. 
Oh, we'll, we'll be doing a uh, Rise of the Skywalker feedback with Billy again on our pub crawl. So, mm, nice. Patreon.com is also Pastors Bub. Pastors Podcast, actually. Yeah. I get the hiccups. Fuck. You do when you drink beer sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Mm. You're right. Derek Blaylock at Derek A. Blaylock. Mookie's brother? Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> He just change it. Just Derek. Just change, just change it to Mookie's, Mookie's brother. brother. That you just have to. It's yeah. That's easy. Uh, that's great, an automatic every. Week a great aspect mentioned. of Pastor's podcast is they'll yell at MJ Basinger for playing a song, but still join in to all sing along. <laughs> Hashtag glory hole of love. It's true. It's very true. Uh, Peter M. Olson at Banished Cougar. Mary Kate Nashley's brother. Yes. <laughs> Good. Oh, Petey Olson. Oh, Petey Olson. I don't think you've had a Peter Olson no. before. Uh, or the more current. Elizabeth's brother. The one thing, <laughs> the one thing you pray that you never hear on a porn set, film set. Hashtag she has adult teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'd prefer <laughs> the adult teeth. That's probably a valid. Point. I started to say, uh, yeah. I, that's yeah. actually what the the optimum setting is: adult teeth for <laughs> porn. The optimum setting. <laughs> <laughs> Give me all the adult teeth. <laughs> And all of them, not just some of the adult teeth. I need like was a full mouth. Full. I'm gonna, I'll code every one of those motherfuckers. Oh God! Does oh. this have fluoride in it? Jeez! My God! <laughs> well, Brad needs to stop drinking. Wow! I'll code all of those motherfuckers. Got it. Woo, boy. Well, you're going to hell. Or, I mean, you're out of the flow. You're right. in Michael's flow. You're Michael's, no, I'm not you're Michael's in the hell back, flow. You're Michael's backwards flow. I'm in, <laughs> I'm in the Jesus flow, guys. I'm in the different flow in the lake or whatever the fuck I'm in is. the lake where we all, Michael, we're all just Michael fl- splashing water around. <laughs> oh, my All right, God. do you have any more feedback? <laughs> nope, that's it. <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag jerked off in a porn theater. Hey, Jumpy. I'm a rebel, The old Pee Wee orgasm. Hashtag Turbo Claw. Nice. Hashtag taste bud blind. <laughs> Is that from the mustard? <laughs> yeah. yeah that's right. uh, hashtag walking stick for my tongue. What? That was Michael <laughs> after taste bud blind. <laughs> hashtag the shaft, if you will. <laughs> hashtag Michael's behind the paywall. <laughs> that's a personal favorite. Uh, hashtag the optimum setting. I don't even know what that's from. I, I just said that like five minutes ago. Uh, hashtag full mouthful. I don't even know. What nope, that, I don't think no that's idea. what that was. I don't think that's supposed to be that. Full mouthfeel? No. I don't remember what that. Anyway, uh, and then hashtag I'll coat all of those motherfuckers. <laughs> hashtag R.I.P. Nordberg. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag living room theater. <laughs> Hashtag slandering her feet. 
That's a good one. Hashtag um, Susant of Crab. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell Susant. No. <laughs> uh, Sue's aunt. Hashtag Continental Foppery. <laughs> I like That's that. actually really good. Hashtag Her Madge. That's really good, too. Her, her Madge is Vag. Hashtag, oh. hashtag Really Ponzi. Poopy puns. Hashtag way to plant bland. <laughs> I don't even know what you just said. What was way that? Way to plant bland. Okay. It's a it's a it's a arrested sort of an off offshoot of an arrested developer. Yeah. Hashtag crystal empire. <laughs> Spencer Platt. <laughs> uh, I forgot we talked uh, about it. Hashtag Caillou's a bitch. <laughs> a bitch. Yeah. Guy, is a, guy, you is a bitch. Uh, then hashtag give me all, give me all the adult teeth. <laughs> did we already have an adult teeth one? What? We what? did. We had. She has adult teeth. Yeah. Followed up with give me all the adult teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, it's a subcategory on Pornhub. Adult teeth. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> There's some guy gets off and a girl that can eat an apple through a picket fence. <laughs> I don't even I yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> There's gotta be a buck tooth porn hub channel. <laughs> I'm half tempted to look it up right now, actually. <laughs> Why are you looking up? Buck tooth porn, no, I have Brad. It, I said... You uh, should. Is there like an inbred porn fetish or something? Like, oh, I'm sure there's definitely an incest. It's called FarmersOnly.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! All right, okay. I've got, I've got in my living room. Oh, is my living room a theater? Uh, level-headed bloke. <laughs> Turbo White Claw Hot Motion on Waterbeds Taste Bud Blind Sticky Shits My personal favorite Dicky Kids Nope No Nope, nope. God damn it That's no. your personal favorite <laughs> No, I knew we were going to do that. Michael, uh, you're in the wrong flow right now. <laughs> Guy, he's a bitch. Uh, uh, Jesus woke up to his dharma. Brad said that. Uh, does this have fluoride in it? And uh, <laughs> and, and peewee orgasm. Well, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I like continental foppery a lot. That's pretty good. We haven't had a good British hashtag yet, right? Very, or have we ever had a British hashtag? Or Kai use a pitch. Yeah, complete. How about Michael's behind the paywall? Behind the paywall. <laughs> sure you don't want to do dicky kids? No. no I'm, 100%. I'm 100% sure that's not going to happen. I got, a, I got a theme song for it, but it's no. been banned on the podcast. No, it's going to be R. Kelly and stop it. <laughs> uh, 
I'm fine with continental foppery. <laughs> All right. That's pretty good. We'll do continental foppery. <laughs> if you've listened to this episode in its entirety, hit us up on social media with the hashtag, hashtag continental foppery. Yeah. Yeah. We're on Twitter at Pastors Podcast. At Paul and A. Matt. Nope. At MJ. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash pastors podcast, Instagram. We are in glorious bastards. Um, support for this podcast comes from listeners like you subscribe, rate and review us on Apple podcasts. Check out our website, gloriousbastards.com. Support us on Patreon to join the pastors pub, get access to our spinoff podcasts, buy us around and even help shape the content of this show. Join us at patreon.com slash pastors podcast before it is gone. <laughs> Closing sale. Bankruptcy sale. Uh, that was fun. What's next week? Oh, I know what next week is. Uh, yeah, next week is a top secret. Yeah. I think, right? Oh, yeah. Him? I'm excited about that. Yeah. Her? Them? Just so you know, Michael and I are still friends. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll hug it out later. At least this week. <laughs> Till we fight. To be continued. Till we fight on Messenger again. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> <laughs>